Everybody, this week's episode of Star Trek The Next Conversation is brought to you by, you guessed it, the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum in Hollywood, California. It's at the crossroads of entertainment, Hollywood and Highland, dead center of Hollywood. If you're looking for something to do, you're in town, you're visiting, or maybe you live here and you've never been, we cannot recommend enough that you take a swing over to the Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum and Auditorium in Hollywood, California. You'll find many cool artifacts that are pretty much there for you to either believe or not. And if you are a listener of this podcast, they have a deal for you. It's a buy one, get one. After 5.30 p.m., all you have to do is head over there, tell them, I heard about this on Star Trek The Next Conversation, and you'll get buy one, get one. That's right. You'll get two people into the auditorium for only $20. What a bargain. Now, here is the show. Podcast, The Final Frontier. These are the conversations of the friendship Matt Myra and Andrew Secunda. Their continuing mission. To seek out old adventures with contrived civilizations. To boldly watch episodes that one of them has watched before. Hey everyone, welcome to Star Trek The Next Conversation. My name is Matt. My name is Andy. <laughs> it's true. Um, thanks so much for joining us. Andrew. Yes. A lot, lot, of, lot of stuff happening out there in the world. It sure is. But one of those things is the fact that we have officially launched our Patreon page. We have. And we just told the face group about it. Here's what we said. Computer access <laughs> face group. You guys can't hear it, but the Photoshop Dandy with a cat. Who's that calling Matt a twat? Just take a look. It's on Facebook. It's in our face group. Yay! It's in our face group, everybody. Uh, thank you all for joining us on this program. Andy, uh, we're going to check in with face group as we do every time you play that jingle. We're doing it early in the show just because we're doing a live Facebook video right now for right. those at home. Exciting. Uh, you don't, I'm not buying it. And they can see you finally. Oh, yeah. No, I gotta. <laughs> Exciting. There's going to be a lot more expenditure of energy uh, if I also have to look interested. So funny. <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, so this is the, I'm going to check in with Face Group right now by looking at these uh, live questions we're getting here. Uh, it is crazy how much <laughs> my, we were commenting my on that. I look just said hi, Matthew and Andy. I'm surprised, hi, Mary. I'm surprised. How she, are you? She said hi to me first. Yeah, uh, it's very surprising. I'm getting closer and closer with Mary all the time. She uh, seems like a delightful individual. She, you know what? When she doesn't raise you, she's lovely. <laughs> sure, my mother. I'm sure. Love it's the you, same mom. Thing. Just kidding. <laughs> look, I'm a tiny man on Matt's shoulder. Uh, Andy, you look less nerdy than Philip expected. I hear. I'm glad that that is the take. I'm. People often say 
that I don't look anything like they imagine me, my voice to. And actually, I would say is to that, the, is that based solely from people you're hearing about uh, on this podcast, or is that other? No, yeah, just this is the only place where people okay. hear me before well, they see here's me. Here's your problem: people know what I look like, right. right? So they're like, "Oh, if he's hanging out with Matt, he must look a lot like Matt." Well, that's I'm curious about that. If they think that I'm going to look like you, so if if somebody wants to start a topic on the face group, I'd be curious. <laughs> to know what people thought that I would look like before they... Oh, uh, that is a great question. Before they uh, they saw me. Because I... I can't tell if it's insulting or complimenting. Uh, David pictured Andy with more gray hair. Guys, I, 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 I cover all that for us. That's all that's all gray right here. Yeah. I think he's. T- I think it's because because uh, we we talk about. Oh, Susan says Andy's better looking than I imagined. <laughs> but Susan, what did you? Ex- what was your picture of me? Is my question. I want to know what voice I am projecting to the world. I first of all, I appreciate that. Thank you. I you know. Uh, Although better looking is like, well, what are we starting at that you're saying I'm better looking than? A couple people are saying that you looked like that they pictured you as Lieutenant Barkley and uh-huh. someone said that they thought you looked like Lieutenant Barkley <laughs> I don't, and I'm going to back that up. I think you do. You have a little Reginald Schultz in there. Uh, absolutely. What yeah. do I, do I, are you saying I don't look like Lieutenant Barkley now? Because I would. T- if you're saying I look better than Lieutenant Barkley, I will take it. But I feel like I am Lieutenant Barkley. Yeah, you're a little, you're a little uh, mad dog there. Um, Lieutenant Barkley, one of the few future episodes that I've—I don't know if I've seen all of them, but I've seen at least one Lieutenant Barkley episode. Uh, the Hollow Pursuits, I'm guessing, is probably the one you saw. The one where he's created all the people. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, one, it, the one where you're like, "That's that's what I'd do." <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I don't have to deal with actual people; just make them do what I want. Um, a lot of people saying you're cute, uh, guys. My mom's on this thread. Can't you say something nice about me? <laughs> don't don't distract it. <laughs> I, I need them to say nice things about me. <laughs> I am a bottomless pit. I need something to hang on to. <laughs> uh, Andy, I just wanted to. Should we? I want to take this minute here. Mm-hmm longer than a minute because this is our podcast and it runs very long okay uh but i wanted to take a brief moment to discuss patreon yes please do we are now on patreon but a couple of a couple of things i wanted to say uh to all of you the show that you're hearing right now obviously isn't changing a we're not getting any better uh and b uh it's gonna be the same length that some find objectionable uh, it's going to be uh, we're going to be covering the same stuff we're just, it's the same exact podcast that's it nothing's changing uh, so if you're worried about the Patreon changing the way we do the podcast don't there was one gentleman that had a, a concern that other podcasts that started a Patreon then talked about the Patreon and cut into his his podcast time I feel like that's that's reaching a little bit. I mean, we're not going to talk about it for more than like oh, no, no, no. six I, minutes max and everything. This is, uh, this is just, I mean, this is the first time we've actually officially had, we've, we're actually mentioning it. Anyway, yes, we're saying plenty of mistakes are still going to be in there. Uh, can I tell you anything about After Trek? I feel like I'm running now into the, <laughs> into the portion where we're ask, answering face group questions. Anyway, this is just to discuss the Patreon. It has launched... The show itself not changing whatsoever. We're still going to be out every week uh, at uh, a lot of times pushing two hours of podcasting. All that's going to change for you guys is, well, literally nothing. Yeah, we just say this. 
right? Nothing well, changes for anyone who's not on our Patreon. Not in the main no. show. We'll have to record more content. Well, that's us. Yeah. I, they don't care about Oh, what for you guys? No, no, nothing. Literally nothing changes. Be, yeah. So, uh, but if you wanted to join the Patreon, you could do that at patreon.com forward slash Star Trek The Next Conversation. Is it forward slash or backslash? What it's a forward slash. Okay, forward. You just say slash. No it's, one, no wait, one says forward What did you just say slash. it was? It's Star Trek TNC. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we got that part right. So it's uh, patreon.com forward slash. Star Trek TNC. Uh, yeah, so the there, same as our Twitter, the same as our Instagram. Great. So if you go to there and you'd like to support us, you can do so. There's uh, essentially two levels. It's five dollars. You'll get yourself an extra half hour podcast every month, as well as access to uh, posts, dumb other things we're planning on doing, um, and uh, just a lot of like you know you'll be more connected to us that way, and you'll hear more content from us if if that's something you're up you want. Sure. Uh, the other level that we're going to have is called the uh, President Circle. You guys are familiar with that. The United Federations of Planets President Circle. That is a $17.01 level, and that will get you the everything the lieutenants get. And because you're, you're in the President Circle, uh, you'll have access to uh, an additional bonus podcast, uh, as well as your own uh, posts that we will send out. And uh, also, I believe, 15% off in our future merch store, which doesn't exist yet, but we have some very cool ideas brewing. Hint. Yeah. And and people are designing stuff, so we're going to figure out a way yeah. to put all that stuff on but, shirts uh, and yeah. whatnot. So if you want more of us every month than you're already getting, you can go to patreon.com forward slash... Uh, Star Trek TNC. <laughs> This is how smooth we are, guys. Uh, And, uh, yeah, everyone who has signed up, you've blown us away. We didn't ever think this many people would sign up for this Patreon to support this dumb Star Trek podcast. Like, we're, like, every day, Andy and I have been texting each other with, like, I can't believe this many people are signing up. It's true. Well, yeah. We're, we're both. Huge thank you. And it's consuming most of Andy's life trying to make sure that the people who do sign up uh, are going to get value. I, I have been torturing myself a lot, and he's he's been uh, making fun of me because I'm I'm at my real job, kind of looking at the Patreon, going, "Well, oh, they want this." So yeah, we yeah. Figure out that. So we're trying to listen to everybody and keep everybody happy. Uh, in the meantime, we're just going to keep doing the show that you guys uh, seem to enjoy. And on that note, Matt, yes. I'm ready whenever you are. Okay, back to Star Trek: The Next Conversation, Andy. Yes. Now, let me talk about this uh, before we talk about the episode Allegiance. I would like to talk about the episode Allegiance because this is this is the episode that gives us the amazing uh, clip from Captain Jean-Luc Picard. Here's to the finest crew in Starfleet, right? Mm. That was so prominent in the Captain Jean-Luc Picard song. Do you remember that song? I, I remember it being played for me on this podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, because we finally have got... We finally got to it. Here's to the finest crew in Starfleet. Engage. Andy's enjoying it. He can't I believe have no it. Reaction. He's laughing at it. Not gonna, not gonna do that. That's some spoiler stuff in there. So, all right. Now that we got up to that part, 
Yeah, you, you've heard it. So. You've played you it. You've played it for me. Before. I played it originally, and I had very little reaction. I don't know why I had little reaction because most people are obsessed with it. I know, but uh, I'm just sort of like, yeah, somebody did a did a thing with it. Oh, uh, you just weren't around when that was happening. Maybe it was maybe it's like a different very point in time. exciting internet time. I guess that's it. That's like one of the progenitors of me. Yeah, that right? seems like that that video. I don't know when that video was made exactly, but it feels like something that you would have found on Ebom's world. Right. I don't, oh, right, right, right. Like that's how deep that cut is for me. Right. Or seemingly so. Yeah. I guess I. Yeah. For me, I'm. Uh, I've, <laughs> I've seen it all, guys. I've seen it uh, all. Andy has seen everything there is to see. <laughs> is that true? Do you uh, think you've seen? No. How many? How? What? Oh no, that's a crazy question because no one's going to have a high percentage. I wonder what the question was going to be. All right, here's my question: How many of the best picture winners of the Academy Awards oh, good have question. you seen? Yeah, I don't know. What are, do you have a percentage? A guess? It probably isn't as high as I would like it to be. The truth is, um, but I would say sixty-five. Should we kick that up to a hundred percent for the Patreon? I don't understand what that means. We just do the best. Did we do every best picture winner? As oh, a bonus sure. Podcast? I would, that be would be delighted. Be, I don't know. I think they would have I'm no like, interest oh, in this that. Is, but this is good. That would really be. We were suddenly focused we just, and everything we makes sense. Get to Forrest Gump and go, what the fuck <laughs> happened? Um, yeah, I would be into it. Andy. What, what's happening? I'm right looking now? at a. I'm, I, there was a. There was. A, I think it was Damien who wanted to be officially in the uh, the Admirals Club, and I, I'm trying to find his thing. But let's get oh, to this first. Damien, are you talking about when I said let's flag this? Yes. And then you got. Oh, I know. I did flag it. Hang on a second. Oh, interesting. Interesting. How we're gonna find it? It should have been favorited by both of the accounts. It was certainly favorited by my account. Well, that you can't Guys, we sort for, things we, Sometimes out. we forget. First of all, are we going into the Admirals Club? Is that what's happening right now? Well, first you have to tell them, well, I think you've already done this. Whether but, or not they should watch this episode? Yes, and that's well, a yes based on the thing, right? No. No. I mean, okay. this episode, I will say there's some there's some beats and some moments. It's not a particularly great episode. It's not a particularly bad episode. This is uh-huh. a very middle-of-the-road episode, I think, for anyone who's like, I need to see all the pinnacle moments of TNG. I would say this one is neither here nor there uh, yes. for those people. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I don't want to, like, ruin the Andes. You know what I mean? I don't want to give too much information. No, I get it. What what is happening? Is this new? Is this new setting too I'm much distracted. for you? Distracted. What are you distracted I'm by? I'm trying to find that guy's thing. You know, I can find it very easily. All right, then find it. Okay. Would you like to continue with the show, and we will enter? Oh, the here end- it is. Found it. Jesus Christ. Okay. Thank God. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was rough. That was scary. <laughs> it was insane. Anyway, we do have Guys, to... Guys, we're at a brand new setup here for the podcast. He moved okay? me over to his desk. I and moved I looked, him over to the desk. I look like I'm his assistant, basically, at this picture, in this in this image. If you want to see that, join our face group. Yeah. Uh, it's facebook.com forward slash Star Trek The Next Conversation, I believe. I don't think that one is Trek's TNC. Um, but... Yeah, uh, the video we just made, will it's up there. It's living there. If you get into the club, you're welcome to view it. That's free. The face group's always going to be free, guys, until face group charges you. I, I keep calling Facebook face group sort of on purpose and partially well, as a mistake. what we call it now, right? <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. Um, so, Andy. Matt? I guess my question to you is, 
What's happening right now? We're waiting for you to open the doors to the Admirals Club. No, no, I thought you would. I thought how this works. This is crazy that we don't understand how this podcast works right now. Uh, I feel like I should play. There was a voicemail of somebody. No, I was the, going to say because I have this that we don't up know right here. The there you go. It's always been queued up, but I thought you said I thought you would say something like Matt, it's time to enter the Admirals Club. Um, and then I would hit that sound. Oh, I see. That's what you usually say. Well, I didn't mean that uh, you shouldn't. Whether you wait you, for it you, or not you, is not an the, issue. No, you are always the one who. Fair enough, who, but I didn't know. I didn't know if you were ready because there was nothing on your screen. Up so here, I don't know if it's right were. there. Oh, I it's see. On the, it's on the big okay. one. Okay, all right, the big one. I'm very discombobulated. <laughs> I have too many screens for Andy. Guys, guys. Uh, Smith himself, 33, no, says, No, what? you say, Matt, how do they get into the Admirals Club? And then I say, how do you not remember is, how to do our podcast? This is not my fault. Everybody knows how to get into the Admirals Club. Well, how do they do it, Andy? <laughs> they leave a five-star review on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> it's obvious. Oh, uh, if you were wondering if you heard the song, change the podcast and make it... <laughs> Uh, not as terrible. So slick now. The same. Uh, so Andy, yeah, they all they have to do is go to iTunes and leave a five star review, You're and they so can say OCD. anything. You have to say it, even though I already said it. You, we make segments up, right? <laughs> sure. and, and then we like get into the rhythm of the segment, and now you uh-huh. want to throw this rhythm away. Uh, I understand. Okay, gosh, guys, I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Mirror Universe from Smith himself, thirty three. This is a fantastic. You'll Mirror be- Universe. No, it's Mirror. Oh, damn it. This is a fantastic... You'll be on the side of this one. This is a fantastic podcast that I listen to first thing every Monday after it drops. That said, I am utterly baffled as to why Secunda gets praise. Poor timing with cues. Never ready with hails. Has a weird fascination with spoilers. And yet Matt gets all the crap. Listen to Matt's other podcasts. You'll find them well run and smooth. What's the variable here? Don't even get me started on the one-year-old Instagram that has got to go in order when it's never updated in the first place. This is a mirror universe. Anyway. Five stars, A plus, would recommend. I love it. I love it. I love it. That's good fun, and also incredible timing. On yeah, that, on that happening. Well, I don't. You know, I don't sweat. I don't sweat. I don't. I don't duck the punches. I take the punches. We all have to here <laughs> on the internet. And never uh, seen a single episode of TNG from Little Miss Rye. Oh, that's interesting. This podcast is my first listen every uh, week, despite the fact that I've never seen an episode of Star Trek ever. Best segment theme songs of any podcast out there. So true. Oh, Little thank Missy. you. It's Little Missy Rye. I apologize. That's a big thank you to the, those. Who make the jingles for us? Our wonderful fans. Uh, sorry, crewmen. Um, uh, Matt Myra is a gem and an American hero. Andy is Andy, and I'm there for it. Long live TNC. <laughs> Thanks, go, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of there's been a lot of positive uh, positive Secunda praise lately, so I figured I would. Uh... Oh, we just it's we haven't left. We just stepped next to no, the I other understand. door. Well, I don't know if you whenever know you whenever you like, man. I don't know if you know how this works. Andy, I, sta- but I like to think that I stand. I'm just here. standing at the corner of the room well, waiting I while keep you walk through all that. towards the replicator, thinking sure. about ordering cake, and well, I never do. You'll have to fight Troy away. Uh oh. <laughs> Matt is delighted. I just love how our latest podcast can also be our most disorganized. <laughs> sure. 
that's why they're coming back for some reason um so uh, matt uh, had uh, had decreed he ordered that the uh the i haven't ordered anything so the here's president how... circle is maintaining its position until yeah yeah, yeah. The so patreon kicks uh, in. once the patreon uh kicks in officially the united president's uh, circle the best way to join that will be to join the patreon that's right yeah um, pretty easy but right now we still have to get to everyone who has not joined the patreon yet and then once august 1st kicks in buckle up all you president's club members you're getting your shout outs that's right for now aaron dominicali mm-hmm. sent us 28 dollars, and he says long time listener first time doing anything else wanted to donate <laughs> to one of my favorite podcasts donating a uh, dollar for each season of a trek including oh, wow. animated wow also wanted to know if a president's club member Yes. Uh, as a President's Club member, if we can nominate a new president. If so, I nominate Matt as the knower of all things Trek. He deserves oh, this great honor. That is very kind of you. You're getting a lot but of good I press. Feel this like week, a lot of, uh, I feel like there's a lot of Federation politics I don't really know. Yeah. You I'd, would definitely I, you know, have to. I could handle all the Starfleet stuff. Yeah. But once we're getting into like. <laughs> Matt, I screwed up. The boat, like. <laughs> once we're getting into the Bolians and stuff, you know, stuff that seemingly Captain Picard seems to have firsthand knowledge of, as we find out later in this episode, um, I think I'd be lost. Like, if I had to negotiate things as a Federation president, I don't think I'd be any good at it, Andy. Um, you Actually, know, I think I'd be fine at it. I think you'd be good at the, the glad handing part of it. I love a glad hand. You're, you're, you're one of the best glad hands around. I love to go into a party. Yeah. Make everyone think I am just the best. Leave the party and never want to see a human being again in my life. Um, I also don't like parties. Andy no, I know is you're a party a, animal. That is true. actually how I would describe Andy uh, at his eulogy. I would say one thing we all know. <laughs> so untrue. I'm obviously going to outlive Andy somehow. Uh we both uh-huh. eat the same. I'm yeah. much fatter than him somehow. Anyway, uh, I work out more, and I'm whatever. It's not. I don't want to get into it, but I'm a little annoyed a, at your metabolism. I have a fasting regime also that because uh, I basically s- yeah, save since, it up. Uh, since when? Well, yeah, for a couple, uh, uh, like, like a few weeks. <laughs> okay, so like it still isn't. Anyway, long story yeah. short, at, I definitely don't know how to control myself. Long story short, that. Andy's going to die before me. Definitely. And at the eulogy, no question. I will say, oh my god, you know, it'd be a fun thing to do for Patreon. No, I don't want to hear your eulogy. I don't want to hear your eulogy. It's going to be filled with mean things. I think that's kind of the fun of it. <laughs> All right. I don't know that it would be actually because I, you know, I've seen a lot of eulogies in my day. I did work uh, for four years at a funeral home. Oh, I know yeah. how they're supposed to go. Okay. But one thing I would say at Andy's eulogy is uh, one thing I think we can all agree on. <laughs> Is that Andy is going to be very upset that no one invited him to the party after this funeral. You've already got a great joke already I mean, lined come up. come on. The that guy is, loves parties. That's cl- a class A funeral joke. It's 100% accurate. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure everyone will follow suit and all be mean to me at my own funeral. Now I want you all to look under your seats. That's right. <laughs> There's cake. Oh, Andy, no, if you could great. be here. Oh, wow. This sounds awful. Pints of ice there. cream are just flowing. Oh, I love ice oh, cream. Oh, here's I an interesting cake. question. Yes. That we, I, we were talking about in uh, the B room yesterday. And okay. I was like, I wonder. The B room what, for the what, uninitiated is the, the, there's an A room that you do writing in and there's a B room, sometimes a C room, and it's different writers working on different, uh, different things. Uh, and it's not by who's better. 
Just so we know why I'm sometimes it's not in the B room. Yeah. (laughs) No, Uh, we were discussing and I was like, oh, it's a great Andy question. And I was going to text you the question, but I completely forgot to do so. But I'll ask you right now so everyone can hear it. All right. Let's say you're allowed to go off your rails, Uh but only have one item of the following. Oh, boy. Two choices here. Okay. You have. Ice cream. I feel like whatever this, flavor you want. This is the kind of pointless conversation we should be saving for the bonus content. <laughs> what I told the the people, it, the podcast is not changing. You're telling me that we can't come up with more pointless conversation? <laughs> no, we can. <laughs> okay, because uh, I don't want to. I don't want to beleaguer the main podcast people with it, guys. Uh, this podcast is not changing. Don't worry. All right. Uh, so here's the deal, Andy. You, okay. you got your favorite uh, flavor of ice cream from yes. your favorite ice cream shop or okay. Ben and Jerry, whatever that, whatever you choose it to be okay or you have your favorite uh pizza and you have to let you're in there let's oh, say man. it's midday yeah you're a little hungry and you see both of these things sitting there what do you go for you can only go for one i mean if it's midday and i'm hungry i would go for defaro's pizza wow but if it's late at night and i've just had a night of going you know and partying as i do <laughs> And I've been filled with social anxiety, and I'm trying to feed the whole. I would, you know, demolish three pints of ice cream. That's interesting. Uh, let me, because you don't, you like ice cream more than cake, right? You're an ice cream guy. I do, but I like, you know, your classic birthday box cake. Um, okay, so golden with chocolate icing. Is oh, that's interesting. One of my, I'm a vanilla on vanilla guy, uh, but a golden on chocolate, I respect. I a respect. vanilla cake? Oh, vanilla icing. Yeah, vanilla and vanilla. Interesting. You don't find, feel like there's enough contrast? Oh, you know, you're talking to a guy whose favorite cereal is Rice Krispies Plain. So Crazy. Oh, do I love... I was just saying the other day how I love, like, somehow love the absence of flavor complexity. <laughs> I guess that explains it. He's always trying to get me to go to Norm's, and I'm always like, <laughs> why don't we just sit here and eat cardboard? But, you know, fact, you've been to my favorite restaurant in Los Angeles. Oh, Maud, yes. And that is... And you know I know a good meal. That is... Oh, no. And yeah, I know yeah, that no, I know what Norm's is. But it is interesting. But sometimes you I'm know, like, I want Norm's. You have a, a refined palate. You have great yeah. taste. And yet you choose... Sometimes I'll choose a delicious meal at Norm's. If you're uh, listening outside of this, the West Coast here, uh, Norm's is essentially like a Denny's on steroids, yeah. where every meal comes with a salad, a soup, and a dessert, essentially. It's crazy. Sometimes they come with soup, salad... Like, even if you were getting a soup as your meal, it would somehow come with a soup. <laughs> it really does. It's crazy. It seems like fries also I'd like come chicken with parm, and they give you, like, chicken parm, a heaping thing of, of uh, spaghetti. And then, uh, in addition to that, you get to choose your Caesar salad or your uh, soup and then uh, some kind of dessert. Boy, Andy, someday you and I are going to sync up on our off the rails. And then we'll go back. To norms. It does seem like we have trouble getting. We do. We have trouble getting in sync because you're doing. Ugh. You're trying to have a child, and uh, I'm trying to stay relatively thin for the dating world. Let me rephrase this for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to have a child. Andy would like to remain a child. That also is accurate. There you go. Uh, Andy, is there anyone else in the President's Club as we're wandering around here telling stories about food? Well, I see over there in the corner, it's Matt Breckenridge. Who, uh, oh, hey, Matt. How you doing? He bought his way in here with a dollar. This is going to be the last month you can do that. <laughs> way to go, Matt Breckenridge. Listen, smarter, not harder, buddy. <laughs> it's true. Thanks to the face group. I have a feeling there's going to be a deluge of uh, of uh, of a donations for the follow for the rest of the month. 
to get into the president's club. To get club. into president's Get in circle. now while you can. Yeah. Get in cheap. Um, Those interest rates are going up. Uh, um, thanks to the face group. I just finished setting up my first, oh, Patreon account to nice. support Matt and Dory. Matt and Dory? What are, you, what are you helping them for? Well, why Why not? Help me. Um... <laughs> I have a, I'm already alive. Uh, their their help, child. Help Andy and us try to pay for a baby? <laughs> their child isn't alive yet. I'm already together? alive. What's happening? I'm already alive, baby. Help me. <laughs> um, figured I might as well join the president circle, too. Oh, good for you, Matt Breckenridge. Oh, well, he's just saying this. Um, love the show. Love Matt. Love shouting Secunda and victory, <laughs> even though it's not my name. Captain Breckenridge. Oh, he's giving himself a. Oh, listen! If he's a captain, he's still—I mean, he's a—he's—he's he's gone through the admirals' club yeah. into the president's circle. I think he could be a captain. He could. I he don't could. know. Maybe he's an imposter. Yeah. Maybe there's a real Captain Breckenridge out there. Um, What's his last name Breckenridge? Yes. Breckenridge. Great okay. name, by the way, Matt. Myra Breckenridge. Think about it. As it, it would be. No, Myra Breckenridge. I don't understand what you're doing. Forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a reference to something? Yes. Is it the future of TNG? No. Uh, what is it from? Look it up. Right. <laughs> anyway, um, so now, Andy, I would like to also mention yeah. that someone has, was kind enough to donate to this podcast something very special. Yes. Uh, an iTunes gift card. From Lynn Purdue. Lynn Purdue gave us a hundred. Or was it an Apple card or is it an iTunes card? Oh no, and I think it's an Apple card. Exactly. Because she would like us to be able to purchase extra power adapters for Andy's computer to have at my house so that we never again have to have a situation like last week where uh we have to figure out what jingles are left to Lynn play. Lynn sent us a hundred and seventy dollar Apple gift card. Which it's- is by the way, precisely the amount it costs to buy two power adapters. <laughs> it is very expensive. No, no, but that's why she did it. Is that really how much it costs? Didn't you say that that's what she wanted us to get with it, right? I didn't say that. That's how much that costs. I think I might just my computer is always always crashing. That's so how people... much that costs. Two power adapters cost oh that much. God, Isn't Lynn that Purdue is so generous. So, and, by the way, thoughtful. And thoughtful, too. You're, You're right. just be generous. And she says, one thing missing from the podcast, it seems y'all could benefit from, y'all, she's from South, uh, from keeping spare chargers where you record the podcast. This can help with that. And if Matt uses friends and family hookup, it'll cover it completely. Smiley face. <laughs> Thank you so much, Lynn. Lynn sounds like she's in the know of what happens at Apple stores. Um, Matt. Yes, sir. If you could just... Are uh, we leaving the President's Club? If you could just step back through the Admiral's Club. There is someone that I forgot. Oh, sure. Well, I mean... Let's to mention, just... we have to go back there anyway. How did that get louder? How did that get louder? Holy crapola. I don't know how that got louder. And that is Damien Young. Damien! From... Oh, Damien was the whole reason the that whole the reason. whole kerfuffle happened. 100%. And he says, don't forget the international iTunes reviews, bro. Or yes. He says, don't forget the international iTunes reviews, bro. That was the worst. I've, I, I've done better in the past, even though I've been accused of not. Been waiting months to get into the Admiral's Club. And this then he says... The worst accent no, ever. It's close. It's, it's there. Brilliant. 
JL Batman. Uh, these are exactly the conversations I've always had while enjoying the show. You're not so happy you got your uh, your fucking review on now, are you? Uh, I apologize <laughs> for this so, language. Uh, I'm actually going to step apologize. away from Andy. I, I know we've been apologizing. I've stepped away from You're Andy. I'm still in the room, room with me, but yeah. I've stepped away. You're just behind a door. It's so awesome. You guys are reliving, oh, reliving God. this for all of us while life moves on and we can't get uh, always find the time to relive the show the way we did when we were young I can enjoy the series all over again and laugh along with the brilliance of Matt and Andy's easygoing banter fun facts opinions chuckles and criticisms Andy yes on your resume mm-hmm. where it's a special skill <laughs> please tell me it does not say accents I don't think I ever claimed to have any special skills <laughs> thank they either want to hire me for thank god for this I don't weird, want you weird looking mug or they don't 10 out of 10 Andes don't ever stop fellas until you run out of Star Treks oh well that can't happen for many years. Thank you so much, Damien. Damien, you are in the Admirals Club with us. Now enjoy it as we walk out of the Admirals Club. Am I right? Yes. Oh, good. Thank God. <sighs> and that was the Admirals Club. Why that was the smoothest transition we've ever done, I don't know. <laughs> oh, uh, boy, Andy. Now, pal. Yeah. It's time to open up the hail bag. I forgot that that exists. Cheapers. <laughs> okay, so the first one, uh, oh, I'm just playing because uh, it was delightful, and it was um, it was from the Offspring. Um, but the, uh, the the band, the Offspring, sent us a voice. Uh, it was from the previous episode, the Offspring. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, and it was delightful, and was also uh, one of our accented brethren, and uh, so I thought, uh, or sisterin, and uh, I thought we should play it. I know everyone in uh, Offspring kept on saying that Picard isn't a father, but when he's in that little uh, dressing gown, oh, he's a daddy. (laughs) 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 Ah, That is the silliest thing I've heard since we started talking. Um, I only uh, put together what the term daddy is in the last uh, couple of weeks. Has that been around a long time? Maybe it's since you're doing your fasting, your clarity is just through the roof. It could be. It That's could be that I'm, I'm finally memory things are activating. Memory things are activating. Memory neurons. <laughs> memory things. <laughs> memory stuff in my you brain. Know, when my brain has things that have already happened in it. I guess it's not activating. <laughs> I have an Andy's theory, uh, and then I have a theory oh, about Andy. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't realize this was no, a hail. No, this is a Who hail. is this from? From Jordan Maywood. Okay, here we go. He says, I have an Andy's theory, and then I have a theory about Andy. I theorize that he is Matt's Eddie Haskell. I think listeners likely fall into two categories. One, those who find Andy the more charismatic of the two. And two, those who can see through Andy's charismatic act to the inner uh, sociopath he truly is. <laughs> in this category uh, are surely those with younger siblings who never seem to get in trouble despite being little terrors behind their parents' back. And then uh, the lastly is a, is a hashtag shameless plug that he uh, he has for himself. Uh, oh, this is something we discussed, right? This yes. is he's go- Okay, here's the deal, everyone. He's about to plug his, what is it? Podcast. He's about to plug his podcast. Yes. We have not listened. We have no idea if it's any good. Yes. Here's a plug that has no affiliation with us whatsoever. He just snuck it into the email. I sometimes uh, talk about my love on, of your podcast on my podcast in my internet intercourse segment, the Libro Cube, uh, available in all podcast places. The Libro Cube. So that Jordan. is a podcast we haven't heard yet. Might be good, might be terrible. You no listen, idea. let us know. But we're helping him out. 
There you uh, go. At least in giving him press. Andy is a hero from Micah in Montreal, Cam. Canada. Sorry, Michael. Um, <laughs> hi, guys. First of all, Andy is 100% a hero for saving Bo last week. Uh, there was a debate about whether I had saved Bo's life or I had endangered Bo's life. <laughs> um, as Bo's owner, it is Matt's responsibility to make sure Bo is safe. No matter when Matt says to come in, to even place any blame on a guest is something I would expect from a Romulan, not the co-host of probably one of the best podcasts online today. I will be joining the Admirals Club as soon as I make the switch to iTunes. Keep up the good work. I believe that I... Didn't I issue a percentage of blame, and I took more of the blame than you? And then I also gave you credit for saving Bo's life. I remember I only ended up with a quarter hero. Oh, you're a quarter hero then. Yeah. I'm sorry. And I felt like that wasn't uh, necessarily, uh, you know, fair. It was very funny when Dory said you tried to kill my dog. Um, And now I have... uh, (laughs) Oh, wait. Is this the one? I don't know. You tell me. Let's see. We're at a disadvantage here because Andy's screen is not visible to me. But both of my screens are now visible to him. Uh, So what you're getting is a much more focused Matt. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, what? Are you you leaping? Where's Ziggy? Ziggy? Ziggy Um. says... (laughs) Ziggy says you gotta fuck Matt. (laughs) Wait, what? Oh, oh boy. (laughs) Uh, Ziggy says if you don't have sex with Matt while you're doing the podcast, the world's gonna end. Okay, I'm gonna play this one, and you can tell me... Why don't you like my Dean Stockwell impression? That isn't good. It's, it's not uh, a good impression of me. It's, it's about as good as mine would be. <laughs> Ziggy says uh, you gotta. It's actually very similar to my Maurice early. Oh, a thousand. <laughs> All old men would sound the same through the through the. Dean Stockwell, you're not an old man. You're still with us. Thank God, buddy. All right, I'll just let you decide what you take. What your take is on this. Whatever you say, whatever you do, and he reminds us he is a Jew. Whatever the race. We're discussing in space, and he reminds us he is a Jew. So, uh, who sent that? This is, I don't know. He did uh, not I identify himself. For a name because it would be amazing if it was like sent by Mike Moskowitz. Oh, like, oh no! Just there's another. No. There's no trail on By this the way, one. that's beautiful <laughs> singing. Oh well, that's yeah. My first thought is. Anti-Semitic? I'm not sure. Well, here's but my, you got to give it up for the guy's voice. My second thought was, I, I know where the song is going, uh huh. Because the only thing that rhymes with you is Jew. <laughs> That's not true. There are um, plenty of things. So that I mean, like I get it. I get it. <laughs> you get what? I what get you why get? he went there. First thought comedy. This you know? this smacked to me of oh, th- to that guy. Everything's racism. That guy's always talking about racism. Wait, and that who to me are is, you in this scenario? You're know. that I'm guy some, that sang the song. I'm some meatball. No, I'm. Yes, yes, oh, I'm okay, the guy who sang okay. the song. Yes, I'm talking because I didn't know if friend. you were like that guy's friend who was talking about that guy. Right. Uh, no. <laughs> that guy that guy's friend. Here's I'm gonna be that guy's friend real quick. Ready? Here we okay, go. Okay, go ahead. Here's a little here's a little Star Trek theater. <laughs> hey uh Bill. Yeah. You're, you ever think maybe you're the racist? <laughs> Wait, is that oh yeah, right. Oh I see you're the reasonable friend. I thought you were gonna back me up. I'm sorry, start again. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, master improviser, Andy you. If you're in uh, L.A. on a Look, Friday night I and you want to see him actually do improv, Matt on stage, oh, I'd be. I wouldn't. It's not my thing. Commenting, not my thing. I wouldn't be very good at it. I wouldn't be very good at it, and I admit that. Yeah, because it's not my first instinct. My first instinct is the stand-up. People, instinct. people have talked about how bad I am at improv on and some somewhere on the one of the things that I dig into to find the most negative thing about me. Oh, regarding this podcast. <laughs> yes. Oh well, and I gotta I, I gotta admit I, it. Your head's not in the improv zone it's not here. In the improv Even mindset, though I no. tried to set a scene, you did. <laughs> Um, I didn't know where you were coming from. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are now going to do the scene properly. Okay, here we go. Master improviser Andy Secunda <laughs> yeah. now knows in the scene. Yes. You are. As an all good improv. Who are you? Now I know exactly what Matt wants me to do. <laughs> who are? No, no. I just want you to know who you, who are right. you in the scene. I am the, I am the guy who sang the song. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ready? Here yes. we go. Hey, uh, Bill. Yeah, yeah. You ever, uh, ever think maybe... You're the racist? No. No, it's those people that are the racist. The people that are accusing everybody else of being racist. Well, I'm just just devil's advocate here. Uh Uh-huh. Why are you always rhyming the word you in songs with Jew? Because somebody has to stand up to those people. (laughs) (laughs) And scene. It shouldn't have ended there. I just laughed and broke. Well, that's what I think. Yeah. Okay, guys. Thanks um, so much for joining us. And then FYI, here's uh, here's another... Uh, here's another... Oh, God damn it. FYE, Andy, uh, was a popular uh, retailer of music and video in uh, London and Canada. Not just. The UK and Canada. I've screwed up everything in this fucking... Um, I'm so confused by what's happening right I, now. I don't know. I got too ambitious with all the hails, and I have... There was another guy from Boyd from Houston who said at the end, I, lo- I loved all the Jewish uh, references and everything, and... When did you do those? What? I, I think I was talking about the Klingons seeming a little like it seemed like they were speaking Hebrew. And, oh, uh, yeah. Well, and clearly this fine, gentleman. Let me follow so, this up, by yeah, the way. Go ahead. I don't want to get on. We've fictionally named him uh, Bob or Bill. What did we call him? I forget. Bill. You said Bill. Yeah. Okay. So we fictionally named him Bill. But here's where I think Bill's actually coming from. You uh-huh. do compare every race to the Jews. Oh, so inaccurate. Who else besides the Ferengi? Because it was a completely anti-Semitic portrayal. Oh, yeah, fair. You Who else? Not every race. I've compared two races in 63 episodes. Look, remember the um, uh, the Offspring episode, right? With yeah. Data creating Lol. Uh-huh. And you were like, I bet she's a Jew. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> not accurate uh, <laughs> Millie Helper's kid though she's I guarantee you also by the way she is Jewish the woman who played law she has to be she's Millie Helper's kid from Millie Helper from the Dick Van Dyke show Millie Hel- oh is Millie Millie Jewish I always thought she was am I crazy I don't know I wasn't really uh, as much of a, a Dick Van Dyke fan I feel, I'm ashamed to say I cannot believe you do you know that I have right here uh-huh. it's one of my favorite television programs of all time this is a great book. I recommend it. Why and When the Dick Van Dyke Show Was Born, written by Carl Reiner. Oh, nice. Signed to Matt <gasps> by Carl Reiner. Oh, my God. What a prize. Love. Carl Reiner Jeez. loves me. But, yeah, Dick Van Dyke Show, seminal show for me and, 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 and partially why I wanted to write comedies for a living because that's what fucking Rob Petrie did. He was a comedy writer. Hey, folks aren't hankering for the 
for the bonus content that much anymore, are you? <laughs> Andy, uh, how many more hail? Close the hails, please. No, I just want to play no, this one last thing. Close I found the hails. It. Let's move. Let's just hear from Boyd in Houston because I think I did an unflattering voice for him. This is crazy. Um, Andy, I really enjoy the uh, the Jewish references. I think that's I think that's awesome. Anyway, guys, that's just my rambling thoughts on that. Uh, play- he was talking about undiscovered country and it being like uh, the Soviet Union and such, and uh, a bunch of things. But it was a, it was a. So a you bit of a cut long it email. down to just have a <laughs> just compliment for Andy. My, well, to, to counteract the the previous, uh, somewhat on the line song. I, I literally would say. don't think that counteracted Bill, fictional Bill, at all. What do you mean? I think it supported his theory. That I do it. He said he you just, do it a lot, right? He, this so oh, a guy yeah, I is saying I do it. Right. You do it a lot, and then You're another right. guy calls up to compliment you on doing it. You're right. You in no way. You're right. It's just a different spin. <laughs> it's just a totally different spin. <laughs> it's the same factual information. Oh my god! You know what? My apologies to both uh, Boyd from Houston and to the anti-Semite who sang at me. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so Andy, I believe nah. that now closes the hills. It sure does, buddy. It sure does. And we don't have to do the face group. If you would like to uh, tweet at us, you can uh, tweet at us uh, or Instagram. For those of you wondering why we're not doing the face group right now, uh, that Patreon message we recorded while we were in the face group doing a live video. If you want to see that, head over to the face group, facebook.com forward slash Star Trek The Next Conversation. Uh, or just search Star Trek The Next Conversation in Facebook. Uh, if you're in the group, great. If you're not, you got to answer two questions to get in. Uh, they're very simple. It's a very simple question. Just answer it, and uh, Rob or myself or Andy uh, or my mother will let you in. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if you want to see the video that Andy and I did while we were right before we started doing the episode you're hearing, it's available over there. There you um, go. All the people in the face group are really, you can tell they're Jews. I mean, you can just. Oh, no, Andy! I just think. I think. Very, very Jewish tone. (laughs) That. Anyway, if you want to Instagram and Twitter us, I don't know. I don't know, guys. My brain is fucked. Oh, I can't believe you're not doing this at the top of the podcast. At Star Trek TNC. We established that this goes here. We have had this conversation for five episodes in a row. This needs to be at the top. You say this every time. Everyone agrees. People have, people have no one, me. no one. I have access to every incoming hail. No one has said this belongs at the top of the show. I disagree. I understand that you disagree. I can put it at the top of the show if you wish. Oh, it's just like to get the info out, and then yeah. we get into the show. I understand, but it, to me, it's weird there because what podcasts do you listen to, right? That do that do a lot of audience interaction that don't do this up top. I feel like they do it at the end of the point where they've read the hills. Like, and if you have something to say, write us here. That's the you're natural just way. Thinking of NPR. Well, maybe NPR, but NPR is the is the precursor to a podcast. Oh boy, where's the bill? He, I think he's right about you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, he would say he's probably just trying to. Uh, never mind. Um, we don't need to go deeper down at all. If you want to hail us, uh, we're at sttncpod at gmail. Um, if you've got a voice hail, it's eight one six track tnc. The hails are closed. <laughs> Matt. Hailing frequencies closed, and then you did that, right? Huh? You already played that song, that clip. I already played it. Okay, good. Uh, so, Andy, uh, it's time to talk about the episode Allegiance. 
four is it three eighteen nineteen what episode is it nineteen um i uh think that it is eighteen okay all right ladies and gentlemen uh it was production number one sixty six it aired march twenty sixth nineteen ninety that was uh one of my best friends joe mcdonough also a member of the face group uh, there's a picture of Joe and I on the bridge of the Enterprise. Oh, that's a great picture. Uh, Joe's birthday, March 26, 1990. Yeah. He would have been eight. Great job, Joe. Anyway, this episode, uh, what was happening on Joe's eighth birthday? Matt, Black Velvet by Alana Miles <laughs> led the U.S. pop charts. Oh, that's uh, something you didn't tell me prior to this starting. Oh, uh, like you would have remembered to ask me. No, and I wouldn't have. <laughs> Vogue by myself. Is it always on me? Why am I your assistant? You're not my assistant. You I've got a lot of things to do on my screen. It's it's very hard. I, I have my own issues. I need an assistant. For what? I can't be someone else's assistant. You are no one's assistant. To keep my brain clear. I'm an artistic genius. Oh boy. I need my brain clear. Um, Black Velvet by Lana Miles led the U.S. pop charts. Vogue by Madonna was preferred in the U.K. Deep Cover by Michael Levine was a bestseller, and Pretty Woman debuted at the at number one at the box office. The 62nd Academy Awards are held with first time first time host Billy Crystal. Um, did it a lot of times after that. Driving Miss Daisy won the most awards, uh, including Best Picture and Best Actress, uh, which went to Jessica Tandy. Glory scored three wins for Best Supporting Actor, including Best Supporting Actor for Denzel Washington, and Daniel Day-Lewis won Best Actor for My Left Foot. Uh, He'd go on to win three more times. President George Bush, uh, H.W. Bush, uh, awards the Congressional Gold Medal posthumously to four-time Olympic gold medalist Jesse Owens. And Time Magazine's feature covered United East and West Berliners with the caption... The Germans. Should the world be worried? <laughs> that's it. I mean, that that's a... We should have put that out many times over the years, that Germans. Germans. <laughs> should we should be, worried? be worried? You know what? Oh, no. I'm not worried. Wow. That's very unlike you, especially yeah. the way you relate everything to... Never mind. No. Uh, you know what? That's it. Cause all I'm, right, guys. I'm a... I'm an open-minded, kind-hearted person. This is wine- no matter what my religion. <laughs> this is uh, directed by Weinrich Colby, and I challenge that guy Written to even by- tell me. I, I think Max, you can come up with one other time in 63 episodes that I've said, "Oh, that's kind of like etc." And I think no other time, only Ferengi's. That honestly, and I'm not trying to light a fire under you. Yeah, but I feel like that. I feel like you've done it at least two more times than that. And not, and maybe not uh, specifically about a race, uh, but certainly about a character on the show, and not like any of the main character, but like maybe a peripheral guy who comes in. I feel like you've done it a couple of times, but that well, being said, you certainly it's for sixty three episodes. You haven't done it. You haven't done it so many times. And I challenge someone needed to be written to point to the record. I agree. I'm trying to say. I'm Fair. trying to help you. Uh, and like, hurt you all at the same yeah, time. It it's is. amazing. That's classic. Uh, this is directed by... Uh, <laughs> Let me prove that you're wrong. And then at the end, throw you a bone. Weinrich Colby directed this one. Uh-huh. Richard Manning and Hans Beamler were the writers. And I almost said that right. Is it Beimler, Bimler, or Beamler? I don't know. You've definitely been saying it Beamler, so that's how it's stuck in my head. 
Daimler probably is, right? Who knows? I, no I pronounce everything wrong, and some people get really upset with me. Sure. Uh, Picard is kidnapped and replaced with a double. This is all from Larry Nemechek, Star Trek The Next Generation uh, Companion, revised edition. Okay. Uh, Picard is kidnapped and replaced with a double whose actions test the loyalty of the Enterprise crew. Meanwhile, the real captain is trapped with three other hostages in a bizarre cell and must devote his time not only to escaping, but to keeping the peace among his cellmates. The false Picard arouses suspicion when he orders a close look at a well-known yet... Oh, God, this page didn't change. Dangerous Pulsar without telling Riker... Uh, he joins in the officer's poker game. He leads the crew in a drinking song and seduces Dr. Beverly Crusher. Is that established? That's what this is saying. Uh, the mystery behind his kidnapping is revealed when one of Picard's cellmates disguised as Starfleet Connect mentions a classified mission only Picard's crew knew about, leading him to finger her as the enemy in in their midst. She transforms herself... Her? Oh, boy. I really was hoping we would get through that without you <laughs> Look, doing this that. this guy wrote it. It's not my fault. Sheet. It's laying on the table. You're accusing me of being a bad improviser? She that would trans- be bad improv to ignore that. Would it? No, nah, I guess it wouldn't. <laughs> she transforms. I usually herself. don't go blue, by the way, folks. I apologize. It was it was weird. I was really sped it was very through it on character. purpose. No, like, I know. I sped through it on and purpose. I stopped it because part of me was like, Matt would probably say something, but he's going to yeah. speed through this and be an adult. And I apologize again. I guess I, I filled the vacuum Matt where and Dory, you were being classy. Matt and Dory are trying to have a ba- baby. Andy is still a baby. <laughs> true uh she transformed herself into an energy being uh, and is joined by two others of her race their captives were being studied for their reactions to authority like lab rats the captain and the aliens return to the enterprise just as riker is leading a mutiny against their imposter against the imposter who is then transformed into another one of the energy beings picard then gives the energy beings a taste of their own medicine by trapping them uh in an energy field, he releases them only after lecturing the, that their research amounts to kidnapping and is immoral. To which those guys are like, what do you mean this is bad? Anyway. Very strange. Let's dive in here. All right. Oh, boy. I really messed that up. Captain's Log, Stardate 4314.1. We have finally succeeded in eradicating the Firox plague on Cor Caroli 5 uh. and will soon be preparing to leave orbit and proceed to our next mission. A rendezvous with the USS Hood to assist in their terraforming efforts on Browder 4. Do you think in the script they were like, all right, so we named this place Cor Caroli 5. Should we call this other place by 5 or 3 or... Let's go with four. They landed on four. <laughs> you think there's a there's a B room that's broken off or uh, what's guys, the number? I need uh, I need some yeah. planet names. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, look, it's uh, we already have Colcaraldi five. Is it weird if we do uh, just get us numbers? Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, boss. Okay, so we got uh, one. Uh huh. We got seven. I don't know if that's it. No. Uh, Fourteen. Ooh, I like part of that. You know, we were there was a little bit of a debate with what some of us. What did you say first? Uh, one. Uh, yeah. Nah, that yeah. might not be it. And then, uh, and then, you uh, know what? I'm going to put it in a box in the script. And then we might use one. Go Hans, ahead. Hans Beamler was uh, uh-huh. pushing for uh, 203. He oh, said well, we never go into the hundreds. That's silly. Why would yeah. a, why would a race have that many planets that it's inhabited? And then Although the writer, I guess if they're terraforming, well, get Hans down here. The writer's assistant said four. I don't know if you want to use that. Oh. Yeah, that's it. Four. All right. Thanks, guys. No problem. 
a window <laughs> into our lives. <laughs> Usually our tasks make much less sense than that one. <laughs> now, uh, how did you think Kevin Picard uh, is reading a book, just hanging out? In have this we thing? ever seen him just... We've seen him do tasks. Have we yeah. ever seen him in the entirety of the three seasons just chilling? Yes. I believe that we have. I, feel like I believe that we have, Andy. And I feel like it's usually a book. Uh-huh. But he also has tea next to him sometimes. I don't oh, think, yeah, we, I I don't think we've ever seen him like reclined, though. I guess that's it. Yeah, he's That usually... was one of those relax-the-back zero-gravity chairs, you know? Releases all the pressure off your spine. I could, do, I could go for one of those. For a while. That was the only thing I could actually uh, comfortably uh, lay in and sit in. True. Yeah. Interesting. It is true. It is true. Yeah. I had some. I had real messed up back. Uh, here we go. I got back Ship's issues, too. detect an abnormal energy reading in the captain's quarters. Type? Undetermined. Riker to Captain Picard. Security team to Captain's quarters. Uh, Worf, uh, maybe use site-to-site transport. Don't hop in the turbo lift. I'm going to take my time with this. Really appreciate my journey down He's only eight, ex- eight decks down and <laughs> at the edge of the ship because he has windows. Like he's like, <laughs> so not true? only does oh, he have wow. to go down eight decks, yeah. but he then has to go over to the edge of the saucer section. Granted, a turbo lift can move up and down and side to side, but there's part of me that feels like whenever the captain of the ship is in danger the chief of security should have some sort of site-to-site transport system i guess the reality is the site-to-site transport should be used almost constantly because they're in crisis situations is it a power issue perhaps i mean it could be i know that those 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 ways of transporting do take a little more from some heisenberg compensators hey by the way yeah, yeah, yeah. we don't have to address it is a breaking it. bad reference <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I forget. You've seen Breaking Bad. No. I thought that that was in my head. Maybe that would be the bonus content. I wouldn't mind watching that again. No, thanks. Well, one bonus content thing I was going to say is we got a ton of... We'll talk about it on the Patreon. We don't about the replicator arm. issue, the food replicator issue. And I would like a special bonus content <laughs> episode just talking about whether the food is accurate or not. Oh, so boy. if you have your thoughts on that, please send them in. That sounds terrible. I think it sounds great. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. What are I'm you doing? Punching. Like, what are you actually doing? What do you mean? Right now? Are you scrolling through your notes? Do you have anything that you that you need me to hit or have um, missed? I was interested that Picard got stolen by a monolith, that that was the choice. <laughs> but why did you bring that up? I don't know. I was thinking about other things. Here's thinking a, about the replicators. Here's the question I had for that. Do you think that was a practical effect? Do you think they like had a painted styrofoam oh, thing and hung question. it over? They must have, right? I don't know. They must have. They could have done it optical. They could have shot a plate. No, they wouldn't have done that in those days. Well, they always did optical effects on this. Yeah, but not uh, when it was so easily just strung over him. But that's what I wondered. Did it happen? Well, if one of us... I wish, you know, we got to get in touch with an effects guy and have that be like their version of it ask freaks look at how 2001 this whole thing is they must have been inspired by that what if they were like we've never seen it <laughs> we just made this up <laughs> is the door open there oh, i think that's just uh one of the light walls you know like a little little, little spill of light coming in are you sure yeah i'm pretty mm-hmm. sure because we see the back of it all the time okay uh, this is a weird... The way they end this is very strange. Yeah. Uh, but I do like this beat here where uh, 
uh, Worf and Anonymous, two security guards. Sure. Pop in on tea drinking. Jackie and Poster. Jackie and Donnie. Yep, Jackie and Donnie. And that's Bill, the guy that's sending the song. <laughs> Security override, priority one. Something the matter, Lieutenant. By the way, here's a nice touch. He's drinking cognac. Yeah. Not something we've ever seen him drink or will ever see him drink. But he's drinking it before the duplicate yeah, I mean, steps that's, in. That, that, that would have been a strange? nice touch if they were like, he wasn't Here's my drinking question. tea. Do you think the cognac is somehow from Chateau Picard? Do you think I Chateau was, Picard also makes cognac? I assume so. It would have to be, right? Oh, no. I guess it wouldn't have to be. It would be wine. They have a winery. They're not making cognac. You don't know how diversified the Chateau Picard is. What does cognac come from? It's barrels of stuff. It's it's like a... It's like a, it's like a fermented... Kind of a yeah. thing. I don't know. It seems like that's a reach. All right. Whatever the case, it's definitely strange that he's drinking cognac. Seems very out of character based on what we know so far. Okay. That, that being said, great teaser. Oh, you like this teaser? I think a really solid teaser. Well, I guess, yeah. Yes. Yeah, Picard's yeah, yeah. chilling. Totally. He gets totally. fucking kidnapped. Oh, I'm cursing now, too. He gets kidnapped. He wakes up in a weird lab with other other races. And um, uh, no Jews, apparently. Whatever you say, whatever you do, and he reminds It's really a beautiful voice. There's no taking it away from it. Uh, hit pause on that. Uh, here's my pitch on what we do with that. Now say that again, Andy. Um, I think, uh, of course, you see, you don't see any Jews in there. <laughs> it's not as... Not uh, as good. It's not, not as, as melodic. Good. Not as good. Um, I wonder if he's a professional singer. I mean, you don't have pipes like that and not at least hustle people out of karaoke competition money. And he's like, how do I get on this podcast and really show off my skills? Oh, I know. (laughs) See something borderline (laughs) anti-Semitic. And like the self-hating Jew I am. I think we're over the border. (laughs) With with which side? Oh, you said he's borderline anti-Semitic. I oh, believe he is. we're over the border. For him. Hi, Jewish wife. Hi. Oh, oh this is perfect. <laughs> what this is, is perfect? perfect. D- Dory, come in. Come in, Dory. <laughs> oh, I have never seen a Dory. Oh, this is great. Dory's into the idea of what how what Dory's is the a sensible person. I want to play the thing. You're going to have she's going to have to put Here. headphones Here. on. Put these headphones on. And she has no context because she believe it or not has yeah. never listened to this. It, that doesn't matter. Let's assume that I've mentioned, uh, say, uh, uh, what's a reasonable amount? Okay, we've done 63 episodes. Let's say you've mentioned it eight times. Eight times. Say I've mentioned eight times that, like, you know, like, the Klingons seem, it seems like their, their, uh, their language is a little bit Hebrew. It seems like whatever. And then also they turn around. This is the thing I said in the last podcast. They turn around when they turn their backs on people, which reminds me of in The Jazz Singer when uh, Laurence Olivier uh, tears his clothes. To, so it's like if I've said stuff like that eight times on the show and then you get this hail oh coming in. Oh, boy. Whatever you say, whatever you do. And he reminds us he is a Jew. <laughs> Whatever the race we're discussing in space. <laughs> and he reminds us he is a Jew. Uh, so my question is... Mike, I, uh, that person has a great voice. Is, uh, well, that's, we're all agreed on that. That's not a question. The question is, 
I appreciate the Richard Marks. Or not I had that kiss single, you know. <laughs> You're being distracted, Dory. Oh boy. It's a great song. You've been charmed. You're ignoring the larger political issue. <laughs> I'm charmed. It's charming. What can I say? Did, that's anti-Semitic. Say it, Dory. You know you're I'm a self-hating it. Jew. That's it. You think you it's not me. anti-Semitic? I think it's... Well, it depends. Or if borderline the per- uh, Well, it depends if the person who did it is Jewish. Right. That is what Matt first said. It's true. That is what Matt first said. That's the, that's the only, that's yeah. the test. Because that also could just be a self-hating Jew. Or a, or a Jew who's like, ah, that Andy. Or. <laughs> what, you're saying a Jew who reasonably or, hates me? <laughs> no, no. Or he's someone who's like, a Jew has had this song rolling around in his head since Bert, like since the Richard Marks single was out uh-huh. he's like man you know what would be really funny is you do that Richard Marks song but you say right here waiting for Jew right or something like that I actually think that's the most logical. I need an opportunity <laughs> that's the most logical thing I've heard is that he comedically thought like this is amazing I have to do this quite frankly yeah I don't hate this whole situation I think <laughs> well, it's very funny no I agree it has become funny but nonetheless <laughs> uh, I wanted more satisfaction uh, from your wife on that one, Myra. I'm sorry. I chose wisely. <laughs> That's true. That, I think that is. You have the same. You have the same aspect that that Matt does, which is when he feels like anyone wants anything from him, he will obstinately resist it. No, that's not what she's like. You knew what I wanted. You want. I wanted you to say that he was an anti-Semite, and you fought me on it. Oh boy! Andy, At the expense of your Andy, people. I think that this part of this conversation makes his song true. Yeah, you know it's usually I'm I'm the most reformed. Oh my God! Here we go. I don't know why we're in this discussion. What this is all about. Unfortunately, I can't, Mister Thal, Kova Thal of Mizatu. Well, Mister Thal, all I know is that I've been brought here against my will. Here is Riker. I mean, you guys would get that if you were on my ship. <laughs> Set against my will, right? It. right? It's all right. 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 all right. It's pretty good, right? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's better than that song. Uh, Whatever. Oh dear. <laughs> Not worth it. I, I, Not worth at it. this point, Not I do. Worth it. I do have to officially apologize both to that gentleman and to everyone that I put through on this whole topic. Uh, so look, uh, Picard's scoping it out, trying to figure out what's going he on is. here. He's got this very captainly. He's got this this DJ in the hoodie from another planet who's giving him crap the whole episode. What a weird! Oh, I guess that's an interesting. Like now knowing that. why not? If it's the door lock, the combination is too complex to hit at random. I tried it. And was punished. Punished? How? Severe pain. Some sort of energy beam. I won't go near that panel again. Good lighting in this episode. Well, I think when they're in uh, in this little um, lab. Yeah, I, I, I like the uh, the sparseness. Did I say what happened? Did you do something? Uh, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, did you think that your show was starting? Uh, no, I just was. I just didn't know when it. I wasn't. I was keeping an eye on it. Oh, what time? When do you need to leave? Mm, I can leave at nine. A little before nine. We got plenty of time. Okay. 
Andy, you're scaring me. Sorry. What are you being such a Jew? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> there, is no, there is no room for question on that one. <laughs> Just remember, Matt, you're a stage Jew, and if they yeah. come for us, you're, you're going with us. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you I will like, probably be I taken like, by the way i like that the thing i say you're such a jew about is the fact that you're worried about what time it is <laughs> how is that a thing it's not <laughs> anyway back to this pulsing new trust mr crusher here's imposter picard interacting with the crew a warp seven 34 minutes sir mr crusher make it so sir Set course for the Lonka Cluster. Walk two. Aye, sir. That sounds like a delicious candy bar. Mm. Would you like a Lonka Cluster? A Lonka. Lonka bar? Lonka Cluster. Lonka Cluster. That's what it's called on the show, Andy. That was my joke. I know. I thought you were tying it to Wonka. I wrote this joke down, and no. I've been waiting all week to do it, and you're telling me it's not good? Matt, I need you to come up with no, uh, look, clusters that Lonka are like a cluster. candy bar in the beer room. <laughs> come up with ten of them. <laughs> All right, all right. What if I call it the Lanka 4 cluster? Uh-huh. Seems a little complicated. Can you cut it down? Sir, at warp 2, we'll arrive at the Pulsar in 31 hours. Thank you, Ensign. Engage. Aye, sir. Will we be delaying our rendezvous with the Hood, sir? We may have to, number one. Lieutenant, contact the Hood and inform them of our delay. Aye, Commander. Delay that order. There will be no further communication off this ship without my prior authorization. I have so many questions. Here's my... Oh, please, go ahead. I have a, also have a question regarding this exact you moment. You go ahead. No. My question regarding this exact moment is, why are they so confused by that? Seems like a thing that might happen from time to time on the, the flagship would, of the Federation. You would go slowly to a destination? No, no, no. That you'd have... You'd, 32 hours. Okay, that's what we're supposed to rendezvous. Maybe they're supposed to rendezvous with someone or something there. They don't know, right? Right. And then for Captain Picard to say no further communication off the ship, they're the flagship of the Federation. They've just set course to a new destination. They need to rendezvous. Okay. I feel like so far, everything's normal. I thought the issue was that that he was going at warp two as opposed to faster. But why would that be an issue? I don't know. Don't they usually go at at least four or five? No, they don't always do that. I think they go they go at the speed that is going to get them to their rendezvous at an appropriate amount of time. Interesting. Because you don't want to like warp five and then whatever you're waiting for isn't going to get there for 16 hours. Then you're just waiting. I guess that's true. It's a rendezvous. Well, well they don't know, right? No, they no. Don't, they don't he's, know what it is. He's telling them that we're, they're going to be late. That's what the, the order to warp was. So they're already going to be there. No, 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 no. They're not rendezvousing to the hood right now. Oh, okay. They have now changed... Captain Picard came on the on board the bridge here. Yeah, said we're no longer meeting the hood. Oh right, the we're going the to this mission. delicious cluster, <laughs> and we are going at warp two because you told me it takes thirty two hours. Yeah, and uh, that's fine. So we're gonna go warp two, and then Worf goes like, okay, I'll t- let the hood know we're gonna be late. Everything's normal so far, right? And then Picard goes, belay that order, and no further communication off of the ship uh, unless I authorize it. And then I would think, just as a member of the senior staff of the Enterprise D, yeah, I would go. Okay, we got some sort of fun secret Starfleet mission we're doing. You wouldn't question this. No, I, it's, I. My thought is that so far this does not seem like a questionable situation. I mean, this is where sort of the thing 
and and this the alien because we find out obviously that the, that this is a this is a um, a fake Picard. The aliens plan is just buying time for them to do their research on the on Picard and the other people. Yeah. So he's just coming up with the bullshit. But also thing. how they react to authority, right? So they want to see how the humans oh, react. Oh, he's doing his own experiment on the Enterprise. Yeah, so on the Enterprise, right. what's happening is we're going to see how they react to authority that is uh, putting them in danger. Mm-hmm. You know? That's yeah, the other, that's that's the other side that of that coin. Is that what he's exploring when he's he's being weird with Beverly? I think so. Yeah. Like, I think he's this? like, I heard about this Me Too movement. That's really interesting. And I'd like to know how this works with authority. That actually explains some of my questions about this episode because I was like, "What is going on with what this alien is doing?" By on the way, this? yeah, this might be Matt's standard defense. I don't know that it's, but I think logically, that's that should be that's the structure of this episode, right? It has it has to be that this their whole concept is we're observing authority, yeah, and how people react to it. Uh, so we've taken you four, and you're here. Uh-huh. And now we've taken on, uh, we've replaced you each with whoever, and now we're putting Captain Picard. We've been, replaced him as well, and now since he's a big, you know, he's an authority guy. Yeah, we're gonna try to do our own things and see well, how you guys react to this authority. It didn't make sense, but Matt fixed it. <laughs> better than Matt's standard defense. I now. love that song. Um, yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense, Matt, and that does uh, explain it to me because I was, the, especially the Beverly thing, I was just like, why is this alien doing this unless he was just like, I can do whatever I want. I'm the captain of this ship. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like, if that were the case, yeah. here's how I it's would It's definitely do. a stretch that this is By the experimentation way, this is not and research. This is yeah. not this is this would I, I'd put it in the script. It would it would get handed down to Michael Pillar's office. Uh-huh. He would look at it and go, "Why are you wasting my time?" Uh-huh. But here's how I would show that. Okay, well, your version of events right. of like this aliens in there. Yeah, I can do anything I want. I would literally have the door open. Yeah, Picard struts down the hallway, and staying alive starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, you know, that's how you show someone ready to have fun in a new. I would love position. that. First of all, and that can be in our um, that can be in our uh, our TNG uh, quantum leap crossover. <laughs> Andy, what was your thing? Remember, you wanted to like Kickstarter a quantum yes. leap live read for a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> that's right. I wanted them to pay us, and I was like, why well, would that be a thing people would do? Yeah, I because still they have so an desperately want to see it. <laughs> they so desperately want to see <laughs> or it. Or hear it, more accurately. Oh, boy. Um, I did it again. I said it. Anyway. Um, you're, you, do you have other questions regarding this? No, I'm sure we'll see as we go through. But my, my general thing is I feel like even within your explanation, the yeah. alien's behavior, who's impersonating Picard, is super weird. And it's very... It's implied that he has somehow absorbed all of Picard's memories, which in that case, if that's the issue, then they probably should know much more than they are acting like they know about each of these races because Picard has that the fake Picard has all of the information he needs. And if that's the case, why are there any missteps? Why is he acting weird at all in this oh, episode? Oh, I think... I- but yeah, so my explanation... So your explanation that, is my explanation a good explanation that, that. That, that 
race, that person, that yeah. alien, is yeah. there to observe it from the other side, right. from the other end of it. Yeah. How do these people who are normally so good at following authority, what better place to go to than the hierarchy of a star fl- a ship, right? And that is reasonable. I just feel like even within that, and I feel like next, moves. I feel like like next week they're gonna like these. This alien race is going to like abduct a Klingon and a Romulan and mm-hmm. a space Jew. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it didn't happen. Sorry. No. <laughs> now, so even this part here, like we know something's happening as the viewer because we're privy to it. But this this also tracks what's happening here. This doesn't. The way that Worf looks around uncomfortable, right? Yeah. But this conversation totally tracks for me. Of our missions. Yes, sir. And if I don't inform you, there is a reason. Well, I don't like keeping you in the dark, but for the next few days, I may not be able to be as communicative as usual. It may make things difficult for you. Don't worry about me, sir. I can handle it. And the crew, you can count on all of us, sir. I appreciate that, number one. But if he knows that much, why would he even have to ask Riker? Why wouldn't he just wait and see? Well, I think he wants to be privy to it I see. From all, like, He's saying, from the whole hey, chain of command, right? Keep me posted on what's going on. Like, it's essentially gotcha. like collect data for me. Reasonable. And that's a, that's the conversation with Troy, I think, Yeah, is what they're going for. I don't know if this is the case. I might be giving these two wonderful writers I think they do say that spin at the end. That is like, no, I think it's reasonable. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay, so meanwhile, back on, uh, back in the, the lab monolith central. lab yeah. room... Imperative that we communicate with our abductors. Find out what they want. Obviously. They want us. Obviously. I like that guy. Why? I like that race. <laughs> yeah, why? I don't know. I you like, like the race that doesn't want to get involved? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what makes us special? I couldn't say, Captain. I'm certainly not special. I'm just one cadet. What's your best area of study? Impulse propulsion systems. I'm very good with field coils. Good enough to be useful to our abductors. I don't know. Maybe. But if they needed an engineer, sir, why didn't they take a real one? Why pick a Starfleet cadet? That I can't answer. Bolians are maintaining an uneasy truce with the Maropa, are they not? Why do the Bolian females have hair, but the Bolian males do not? This is actually the only Bolian female I can place in my head. I could be very wrong, and there's more Bolian women that are in Star Trek, and I'm just not remembering it right now. But I find that interesting. Maybe it's the style. Oh, you think it's an aesthetic choice and Mm -hmm. not some sort of generational... Could be. Or do you think that Bolian women aren't allowed to show their real hair to people once they get married. You know, like some sort of orthodox show. Whatever you say, whatever you do, Andy. What started as a genuine question, then just turned into some bullshit just to get that song to happen again. we may be creating the most anti-Semitic podcast (laughs) on the air right now. That's right. Not on the air. There is no podcasting on the air. And even assuming the Maropa wanted me, what would they want with either of you? I've never even heard of the Maropa. 
My race has no enemies. None? <laughs> the last 300 years of Miserian history, your planet has been conquered six times. We've survived by not resisting. Miserians value peace above confrontation. And you have no idea who might have done this. That oh. is a race that gets kicked around a lot. Malice toward my race? Or against you personally? I really you dig it love how much no i love how much picard knows about everything yeah like i love that this is a guy who probably reads the paper the space paper oh of course always when he's not reading a book and passing out with his brain how do you know that book isn't his space paper oh is that what a space paper looks like in the mm-hmm. future yeah, maybe every morning you get a a, a bound book is the newspaper on also your... i don't buy it by the way that like one of his affectations is i really love a leather bound book Really? Like, I don't it know. It seems like it fits. It, uh, okay. it is funny that they give it to all of the major characters in Star Trek. It's always like, I'm obsessed with the past that the audience has experienced. Yeah, it's so... Um, Kirk was definitely like it's so, that. so... What do you... Uh, it's a crutch. It's a writing crutch, I think. You think so? A little bit. Like, you, you have to, like, give these characters some sort of... Um, some sort of identifying uh, characteristic that is visual. You know what I mean? So a lot of times it's like, I keep this old book in here. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed it, but right. it's in a giant glass case. I respect the past. Right. Well. And it's like, also like in Janeway's office, you know, or like, let's give Janeway coffee. Constantly having coffee. Yeah. That says right. a lot about her, right? Yeah. Well, it's um, something that the audience... She's addicted to caffeine. That's what they can relate to. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess. Well, yes, of course. That's that's the writing reason for doing it. I like that, that, that aspect of Janeway, though. I feel like that is, in some ways, more telling than you're, than you're saying... This is because that the is leather a leather-bound book. Is it is almost a failing that she's addicted oh, to coffee. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, <laughs> and I like that she's you know, given in to something she doesn't have to give in to. I gotta say, I can't wait till the year twenty twenty two when we we're watching finally Voyager. watching Voyager. <laughs> it must really weird people out that I've watched Voyager and not Next Generation. Stop. We mean you no harm. I love. I love peacekeeping Picard. So you theorized what do you, what do you last think week of this act ending. It's a little bit broad, but it was fine. <laughs> a, a little bit broad. Yeah. Stop. We mean face. you no harm. Yeah. Let's do a close up of the teeth. Yeah, it's a little bit. Okay. Much. Anyway, thank you for admitting that. Uh, you were wondering if he was a Nosican last I week. I was not wondering if he was a Nosican. He's not a Nosican. He's not a Nosican, which is strange. He, he looks seems like, like a Nausicaan. I bet you that's an adjusted Nausicaan outfit, and they put the weird teeth on it to make well, it different. That's why they had the close-up of it. It's like, not a Nausicaan. Well, they, hadn't, they have not shown the Nausicaans yet at this point in Star Trek uh, history, right? Yeah. Uh, Nausicaan. Jesus Christ. There's so many things that come up from Nausicaans. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I guess I could see how I... Mis misidentified them, I guess. You know, I'm just look. Anytime I'm seeing a big forehead, crazy hair, and some danger, yeah, I'm like, oh, Nosican. That's a Nosican if I ever saw one. It's so weird. Of all these Nosican photos on Memory Alpha, you do, do not the have the Nosicans from Tapestry in it. That's crazy. Anyway, back to. Uh, what's going to happen over here? And I love, again, Picard dropping some crazy knowledge, which is not crazy, but here we go. I don't know. Oh, he's maybe we being a diplomat. The same way you were. Our captors refused to show themselves. 
I don't trust you. You must trust us. We wish only to return to our worlds. Were you abducted from Chalna? You know my planet? Oh, yes. I visited there 12 years ago while commanding the Stargazer. That checks out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I guess it's like shorthand of like, okay, we gotta mm. end this threat and get into the act again. Sure. Like, how do we do that quickly? Yeah. Eh, let's just make this guy really uh, okay once you know his planet. Yeah. Um. Okay, so now we've added the threat of big, scary, violent alien, right? Sure. Uh, and here we are in Poker Town. Which is what I call Poker Town. Hmm. Enter. Counselor. Gentlemen. Give this intrusion. I was um, just passing by. You are always welcome, Captain. I wonder if this is a poker room that you can rent out. Or if this is somebody's quarters. I think this is Data's quarters. Oh, so he just sets it up. Agency status. Operating at 93%, sir. Hmm. That's very good. But I would like to increase the efficiency to 95%. No problem, Captain. I'll get right on it. No, that's not an order. Uh, you can get to it later. I don't want to disrupt your recreation. No, Captain. It's, it's no problem. Lady Luck left me long ago. Like, what does this prove? <laughs> would you care to join know. us, Captain? We have an opening. Um, I'll just observe, if you don't mind. Not at all. Counselor, 20. Bad chip sound effects. It's very, very obtrusive. There are threes. Flush, queen high. That beats my fours. Hmm. Well, tremendously so, so. It destroys your fours. Did we establish whether... What they're playing? Seven no, is, isn't, isn't Troy have a huge advantage in this game? I, I mean, know, if she, if she actually had powers, which we've established she doesn't. <laughs> honestly, I don't know that we've ever... That's ever been covered you're going to see them play poker a lot more. Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, maybe she can turn it off when she wants and not peek, but it seems very I would fishy. not be playing with No, her. yeah. She, that is crazy. Yeah. Andy, if I had a jingle to play for Andy's, it's not a theory, it's a... Oh, we got something, Matt. What is it? It's an Andy... It make perfect sense, but Andy broke it. <laughs> oh, yes, we do. Damn you, Andy. <laughs> we do have a thing for that. You just broke all of the poker in Star Trek. I'm so well. Could I have a word for just a moment? Certainly, sir. Forgive me, gentlemen. I'll return your player to you in a moment. Counselor, I... Uh... I wanted to ask you about the crew. How are they reacting to our sudden change in course? I sense no... Here's the thing, I think, right? So I think this alien is, like, confused by why they're not reacting. I see. You know he's what like I mean? And he's around. like, well, what the... I mean, don't I have a... Oh, yes. But I... what's the Geordi thing? Oh, I think it's the how does he react to not an, not an actual order. I see. Do you know what I mean? Is he going to go off and do it even though it's not an order? Yeah. Yeah, all right. 
Visual reactions, Captain. It's a little tepid. I would prefer he'd be like really more tearing it up, like having the the alien really doing stuff and seeing what happens. Because he really only does that when he puts the ship in danger. Well, I think that that's the well, I guess he does semi-natural escal- escalation of it, right? Okay, yeah. Ordinary. They're not curious or concerned as to why. They're curious, yes, but concerned? No, they trust you. How far do you think that trust goes? <laughs> Sir? Uh, Bob, we're going to need you back uh, in Alien Planet for a second. You went a little crazy there. You just said how far do you think that trust goes i mean are you observing or are you just fucking with everyone uh, i just it's hard to you got to think on your feet they're all no, looking no, at me no, all the time but so far all you've done is gone somewhere real slow yeah and asked the engineer yeah if the to, engines to could increase be the a little bit by better a, by a little bit yeah, yeah. and then you or you, did you did, see him did, he was well, all confused on, on. when he walked away did you order him to do this no okay what did you say to him i said uh, to get to it when you want to oh uh, okay you're you're not doing a great job out there all right well have you got any information for us i feel like i've discovered you know how they dress and uh what their what their schedules but are we knew, and... we've been observing we know how they dress oh, okay well nobody nobody told me that i didn't i thought it was just sort of gathered general information did you not get the briefing i don't this so long those briefings uh, this is ridiculous you know what okay here's what i'm gonna do uh-huh. we're gonna send you back great but i'd like to see you do stuff a little weirder oh i see okay gotcha all right okay and if we need you we're gonna bring you right back no i understand okay i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and beam you back into this uh, weird situation with the psychic girl by the way before you get back there yeah. could you find out if she ever uses these powers when they're playing that game where you're supposed to lie okay but i think it's gonna it's gonna raise some red flags if i start asking questions like that oh, you're right yeah, yeah, yeah. don't ask okay oh i know counselor that the crew has always had full confidence in me but what if it were to change well i'd inform you sir of course Thank you, Counselor. Uh, just come on back yeah. here for a second. Yeah, what's up? I really feel like you're going through this uh, whole situation as a really bad scientist who doesn't want to do any of the work himself. I'm a little tired. I'll admit <laughs> that. Uh, I haven't been sleeping well lately. You always, you guys, you keep popping me into yeah, races yeah, yeah, that don't like, sleep well. You're there to observe, not to ask other people to observe for you. Uh huh. I just feel like it's such a it's a nice shortcut if they just uh-huh. you know if oh. they just tell me oh here's what I saw you know because if you're not up to it we can put no, no, Brian no, I'm up on to it. it you know what okay I'm gonna I'm gonna mix it up more I'm gonna mix okay. it up more all just right. let me put all me right. back in all right all I'm right. gonna do some crazy things next all right me I'm gonna I'm gonna get back to the cell and be this cadet okay <laughs> could but kidnap there's no reason you have many enemies. None of consequence. I've slain all the ones who matter. I trust you, boy. A little. What did you say, Annie? He's cocky about it, isn't he? Ah, well, look at him. Sure. If you had hair that gorgeous, with eyes that green. If you were a fake Nazi. Oh, she looks quite a lot like that Irish lady (laughs) that Riker, you know, washed the feet of. I feel like you're pimping me into doing... Another offensive Irish accent. <laughs> no, no, I'm not surprised. I've heard about Hold your... Hold on. 
Hold on. Yeah. Are you? Was that supposed to be an Irish accent? Which one? Wasn't it an Australian accent? At the beginning of this podcast? Yes. Oh, no. I'm talking about last week when oh. you, you called me O'Brien, and then I started to do an outrageous <laughs> oh, yes, yes. accent, and then somebody said, never do that again, and I can't disagree with them. Understood. You're uncivilized. You have no laws, no system of government. The channel have no use for laws or governments. We are strong. We obey no one. You live in anarchy, murdering one another. Without we also braid, braid our hair, you see. Look at it. I have a bow on this one. <laughs> Very feminine. <laughs> there is no, we have no need for women. We've slain everyone. <laughs> what? That mentality may get us all killed. And you may be the first. Both of you. This is getting us nowhere. Neither is asking us useless questions, Picard. But if you must pursue the topic, how long have you and the Romulans been adversaries? For quite a while, Mr. Thal. Oh, I am perfectly willing to entertain the hypothesis that our captors are Romulans, but what would the Romulans want with you? My brain power, perhaps. It's well known that my species possesses superior intelligence, and uh, I am considered among the brightest of my people. And the least modest. What is this? Food. The only food? It would seem so. By the way, I really liked that Ken Picard took a bite out of the Jello real quick. He was curious. He's like, mm. you know what? All right, not bad. I can a do this. Salt. I can do this. Yeah. Where do we poop? <laughs> that is a good uh, Captain, I don't know. What if that's what they freaked out about the most? <laughs> well, where's if, the bathroom? If this I was, cannot poop in front of people. If this was our show, that's yeah. what would be happening right. there. I mean, that's honestly my first concern in ever in an elevator. If an elevator were to go down, I don't worry about claustrophobia, lack of food, anything uh, like that. It's like, what if I have to go to the bathroom in front of this person? Well, it's not even in front of this person. It's like in the corner of this two foot, this like. What, is, what is the aspect square that upsets feet? you the most? Is All it, of it. Every it single, shame? every single aspect of it. Not is only the act of having to do it in front of a human being. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm a sucker for a long, tall stall. You know what I mean? Sure. I like a floor to ceiling stall that you only get in Vegas yeah. bathrooms. You don't see that very often. You don't see it very often. Uh, uh, so there's that. I don't like the sound. I would wish there was a trumpet player constantly in every bathroom. <laughs> that is not a terrible idea. Uh, and the other. Uh, aspect of it is like the the smell like i just all of it there's nothing good about it a trumpet player would be much more useful than the, oh. the guys that hand you the hand towels oh my god if they could hand you the hand towels and like play great scenes from Riker tromboning mm-hmm. very loudly sure all right so now what do we name this guy bill bob i think everyone's bill and bob tonight yeah. and uh he's taking it up a notch let's see how he does it okay well, all your tests indicate the same results. You are in great shape. She's already leading it a little bit. I see. She always has. Then why did you come in? Your annual physical isn't due for another month. Well, usually you have to remind me and badger me and finally order me to report. For once, I thought I'd save you the trouble. Jean-Luc, be honest with your doctor. Are there any warning signs or symptoms that you haven't told me about? As far as I know, I'm perfectly healthy. Well then, return to your post. 
they have fun. I, she is really being. She's taking the flirting up a lot herself. Well, I, I gotta mean, say, before he's this engaging is. in it too. But he didn't lead it. She's here. reading her signals. I vice see. versa. She, you're saying that the signal of him coming in before his his physical is. We I gotta don't know spend what happened. Quality time by the with way, Beverly. during the physical, <laughs> could have been a lot of. <laughs> Could have been a lot of flirting. I think we're in a lot of inappropriateness on both sides of the equation. You have dinner with me tonight. Intent forward? What about my quarters? I hadn't thought about that. This is crazy on every level. Sean Luke. What? I mean, I knew it was crazy from an, him being an authority over her on the ship level, but also she just gave him a physical and then he asked her out. The whole thing is so crazy. Well, but of she, course, now she knows how great a shape he's in. Uh-huh. Let's not also forget the fact that this guy's also responsible for the death of her husband. That that little quirk in the relationship. Oh, I think this 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 alien creature that yeah. has now every memory of Picard is like, oh oh oh, I know what I'm gonna do. Why? I'm gonna zhuzh it up a bit. <laughs> I'm really going to mix this up. Okay, so look, they try to do the door thing, and they get hit with the beam of pain. And we're out (laughs) of the act. And now it's time for dinner. Yeah. I gotta say that's a good future outfit for her. Usually the, the right ones. I agree. His outfit is way, insane, though. Why do you think that's insane? What do you mean? He's wearing a bathrobe to dinner. How do you think that's not comfortable? He's wearing a silk what bathrobe. Part do you think that's I'm not, not saying it's not comfortable. I'm saying it's not appropriate. Why for, wouldn't you want to be comfortable for a casual dinner? Date. But I feel like all of the shirts, right? I feel like all of the future casual shirts we see Starfleet people wearing, yeah, are always these crazy uh, sarans, like they're. T-shirt length sarongs. They're just like we wrap. Sarong, isn't that? Isn't that, uh, what, yeah, I think isn't you're that, dropping the G at the end there. Do I have to really enunciate I just, everything? I just want to make sure. It's With an edge, no G. No, there is a G. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, but like, I, 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 I say ka, pocking all that shit. <laughs> oh, it, I'm dropping it? R's left and right. No, 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 now we're all upset about me saying sarong <laughs> instead of sarong. Tori was piping. This is out of direction. control. I think this podcast has officially jumped the sarong. <laughs> anyway, it seems very comfortable. Positions to isolators. Our positions necessitate a degree of professional detachment. That's like a new story from her. But there's a danger in becoming too detached of never permitting ourselves to get closer. Is that what you want, John Luke? Get closer. You're a very attractive woman. <laughs> so bonkers. <laughs> and you're a very attractive man. But we both know it's not as simple as that. You have to make my son Captain Wesley Crusher. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it's Wesley's plan the whole time. Would it be simpler if I were not your commanding officer? Because I'll give up my By the command. way, this lighting in here is like almost like classic Trek lighting. You know oh, the yeah, lighting like they do TLS. when they're like just the light on the eyes yeah, of, yeah. of Shatner? Yeah, yeah. It's true. Um, it's like that harsh. There's that. There are deep shadows. Let me ask you a question, Matt. On yeah. a scale of 1 to 10. Well, he's 12, I think. Um, what, how, how good would you say this alien's game is? Bob's game? Uh... I don't know. There's a lot of flaws here in this whole system. Yeah. I think you start with the dinner and 10 forward. 
Huh. Then you the next night. Start, he went too hard. Then next night you go captain's mess. <laughs> then the next night you go quarters. Well, maybe he felt like he didn't have the time because. Well, uh, well he doesn't know. He thinks this is going great. That that uh-huh. that the guy that looks like a Nasigan, he can go four days without food before he has to eat the guy in the hood. That's true, but they're probably it's going to combust before then. Well, you don't know. Hmm. I think they also want to see how authority reacts to someone being eaten in front of them. Fair enough. Simpler, perhaps. This is, I think this is good performance. I agree. Both of but them. that's not the only issue. I guess right now I'm comfortable with our relationship just the way it is. You know, the one where you send me to Starfleet Medical for a season? Then they dance. Some classic they, cheesy lounge music. Oh, yeah. Then they kiss. An and now we're back over here. Essok was the last one But to is appear. your impression is from that that they got it on after no. we go away? No, she's outside the quarters. What do you mean outside the quarters? She... He, Picard, she does she leave? Picard boots him. Boots her. He boots her? Yeah, watch. I don't remember this. Good God. Because I'm delighted that you did. I thought she was the one who ends it. But oh no, you're right. Perhaps we should call it a night. Wow. Why do you remember things completely the opposite? <laughs> That's pretty decent of him. And then there's this whole like, like button on this scene where she waits outside the door. Were you not watching this episode? Were we supposed to watch this episode? And I like how the door says Captain Jean-Luc Picard. (laughs) That is great. And then she has that beat, that downbeat. Wow. That is, in some ways, that is so much more messed up that he gets her no, he convinces her into a yes, and then kicks her out of the room. Again, I think he's a scientist. That is... He's like wanting to see the reaction. That is a mean-spirited scientific trick. What should he have done? He should have gone all the way with her. That's what she wanted. Oh, boy. (laughs) Is this the guy that wrote that song again? (laughs) Stop it. All right. Um, Asked her to open the door. You ordered her, you mean? You've been giving orders from the moment you got here, trying to make everyone do what you want. What I want is for everyone to escape. Why should we believe you? Captain Picard's put his life at stake for others many times. The primitive culture on Mintaka 3, the Wagner creatures in the Auric Nebula. And Korkarolai 5. Right. Helping to cure the Firox Plague. I just did that yesterday. There's no I one. talked about it in I my didn't captain's even fill log. out the paperwork yet. Oh, reminds me when I get back. I gotta do the no. log. What a hassle. How do we know this is the heroic Captain Picard? We have no proof of his identity. You've wasted. Did you catch that when you watched this the first time? What's that? That the uh, the Phylox plague was the thing that he was just doing in the captain's log at the beginning of the episode. I think I did. I didn't know what the significance was. You caught that. I, I knew it was familiar to the beginning of the episode. Oh, and you... Um, I guess my question is, like, when it clicks for Picard, which is this scene right here, Yes. and it starts to click, were you ahead of the story? I knew that he was on. He was suspicious of her. 
Uh-huh. I didn't know how he was proven. Did you know he was suspicious of her just by the music? Oh, maybe. I mean, he. I think he, he tips it pretty clearly in his performance. Well, he's Patrick Stewart. He well, does that, whatever he needs to do. Well, if, the, the, you could argue that whatever he the script requires. tipped it. Sutler, because he's Patrick Stewart. Stewart. Sutler. Stewart. Uh, okay, so meanwhile, he's like suspicious of this cadet. And let's just jump over to the to the 10 forward scene. Do you have a note a note or I'm what just, is I'm just looking there. Okay. That big. A lot of sh- cool shots from the underside of the Enterprise, by the way. Oh, I noticed that too. It really I noticed like that new, too. It seemed like effects. a new uh seemed like a new model was being shot. Much more imposing and cool. A lot of deck plating. A lot of uh hull plating rather. Yeah. I'm noticing this time around that I detail I didn't see in previous model shots. Yeah. Mr. LaForge. Picard strolls in. We are operating at 96% engine efficiency. Well done. Thank you, sir. When we arrive at the Pulsar, I shall require everyone at their best. I know that I can rely on both of you. Of course, Captain. Excellent. An ale for me. And for my officers. In fact, ales for everyone. Oh, we can get it for oh, free. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing we don't we already don't pay for because this is the Federation. <laughs> and we don't have money, so sure, yeah, okay, this is great. He's so generous Here's to order us the to thing the we don't. Finest crew in Starfleet, Captain John the Hood. Scott. I'm just kidding. It's you guys. You know, back when I was in the academy, we would follow every toast with a song. Do they think it's senility? What do they think is happening? It's a good question. I guess that's. That, I guess now that you framed it like, that way, it makes more sense that he's just like, I'm just going to act like a, an oddball and see what they do. Yeah, I, I think he's, he's deliberately acting out of Captain Picard's ordinary behavior. Right. Purposefully so. Right. It's not like they don't know what to do. Yeah. Uh, but I guess my sort of thing here is like, doesn't this make it seem like this guy this is a way more fun captain oh sure this is like kind of the captain picard i i want like 60 percent of this captain picard sure and like just a little bit of like i'd love him to like hit jordy on the shoulder every once in a while and right say, say nice nice work I don't know. That seems out of character for Captain Picard. But well, like, I think some, that's the thing. That's not some, who Picard is. I know, and I think but there's some it, con- there's some geniality here that I think you you that miss. would have been an interesting turn in the script to have the crew love this Captain. And I think they like him a little bit, but they're more weirded out than they like him. And I think it would have been better if the turn was everybody's like. I just love, he's just in a zone. I just dig this guy. Captain Picard is just. I mean, it's almost what that is. He hung out with me. It's almost what it is. But it they 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 catch on to it so fast that you don't really get to play it out. They have to. And I think it really would have been awesome if they really loved this Picard. And so there was more arguments amongst them, like kind of like stop ruining it for me. I like this new Picard. But I guess the, the way they're really ready, judging him right now for singing. Steady, we'll fight and we'll conquer again and again. Come cheer up, my last kiss to glory. Did those three get the, paid as speaking extras? Oh, good question. Okay. The dumb enlisted men don't don't spot anything. They don't deal with Picard Well, they don't enough. deal with him enough to not know that that's yeah. not him. Yeah. You'll find something new in this one. What's the captain up to? He is acting awesome. About 14 ales. I bet he was in, uh, what is the other deck? They have another lounge. <laughs> I bet he was in, well, let's just, for the purposes of my Tim joke backwards? right now, let's call it like 
let's call it 12 forward. I bet he was just in 12 forward doing the same thing. He's probably six ales deep. Someone in the face group recommended 10 backward as the name for something. I don't know if they were saying that the address line, the face group. But if, if you have an idea of what we should name 10 backward, let us know. So the big moment here is they're all... A lot of drinking in this episode, right? He has cognac. That's there's true. ales, and then when Picard, when Riker wants to discuss his potential mutiny, he that hands a, out drinks. That is a weird thing. Why did they give him a cognac before when it would have been more of a stark contrast? Well, now he's drinking an drinking ale. He the, never drinks an ale. So they go, honestly, not. they go with the fanciest. Of, but his usual the fanciest of things. No, his usual drink is a, is is obviously Earl Grey, and it would Earl Grey hot. It yeah. would have been better to have him drinking that at the beginning, and then he's drinking an ale. It would have been like, he what's going on? To warn him if the crew started to lose confidence in him. Any signs of mental stress and trauma? He came in for a physical. With no word from me. Anything unusual, Doctor? Every test result identical to his last physical. Not a doctor. Which is kind of unusual in itself, actually. Wait, if we're all in here, who's running the ship? <laughs> Pranks, man! <laughs> Almost as though he wanted to establish that there was nothing wrong. There was one other thing. Wesley has the bridge. He asked me to dinner in his cabin. And it was a very... Unusual evening. Dish, Beverly, dish. Which brings up a very serious possibility. What if there's an outside influence at work here? I detect Are you saying no that he couldn't be interested in me, Riker? Right Commander, there is still one... I believe that's what she is saying, Doctor. <laughs> Data. We have not considered. The abnormal energy reading in the captain's quarters was never explained. It is yeah, not enough evidence to justify mutiny. Nobody has suggested removing the captain from command. Right now, all we have are suspicions. Not enough to act on. He did touch Jordy in front of me. It was weird. He it ne- weirded me out. He never touches me. Worf. <laughs> next move is his. Well, Picard. Meanwhile, to us, you're back in the enemy. weird cell. I can't. You're right, Mr. Thorpe. Any one of us may be the enemy. And there is no way to prove that we aren't. But until we set aside our mutual fears and trust one another, we have no hope of escape. That's true, That's really. That's about society. How can we trust each other? Whatevs. Helm, take us into... Meanwhile, back on the ship. Aye, sir. Mr. Worf, divert enough power to the shields to offset the increased radiation and magnetic fields. Sir... At 20 million kilometers, our shields will only be effective for 18 minutes. Noted, Mr. Data. Captain? May I have a word with you? you I even like the way he nods to that. Yeah, sure. I'm easy breezy beautiful. What is our mission? I'm under no obligation to tell you that. If you don't, you forced me to take command of this vessel. I like how this is directed what with their profiles. You are endangering yeah. this ship for no reason. No reason you're aware of. That's not good enough. Your behavior has been erratic. Erratic enough to justify mutiny. Do you honestly believe you have sufficient evidence to convince a board of inquiry? No, I don't. But I can't let you risk the lives of this crew. Number one. Has it occurred to you 
that you might be the one with the problem. I'm aware you've been under stress, and I am willing to let the matter drop if you will report to sickbay for a full examination. Otherwise, I will have to relieve you from duty. Think about it. Still as reasonable as ever. He's being real cold and weird, though. I think he's going like Riker would don't never, ruin your career. Yeah, but Riker would never. He would never. Uh, you would know that that Picard would never act like that to Riker. He would level with him. He wouldn't threaten him. Oh, I think you're wrong. He wouldn't. Th- well, I haven't seen him threatening him like that. Oh, just wait. Oh wow! Until he gets his Borg implants, then he threatens the whole Federation. Well, yeah, but then he's a Borg. <laughs> I give you this knife because you know my planet. <laughs> All right, so they open the door, revealing yet another door, and then Picard does his Picard thing. After the act break. That's another great chat. A relieved of duty, Commander. Oh, wait. That's yeah, also awesome. You, I suppose you want to hear that, Him right? standing in front Sir, of the thing. At that distance, the ship will not withstand the magnetic fields and radiation. We will not survive. Take us in, Mr. Crusher. Belay that order. Oh, snap. Wesley leans over to Data. Did he just say belay? Like, but without a D? What am I doing? What does that mean? <laughs> a relieved of duty, Commander. Mr. Wolf, confine Mr. Riker to his quarters. Good lighting also happening in the bridge where the pulsar light in the main screen is effect is back shot, right? It's on everybody else, that's right? True. So they're actually like dealing with the light that's coming in from the view screen for once. It worked all around. Look at that. Look at that. Worf takes his stance. Good shot. Yeah. Great shot, even. Anyway card in front of the view screen. Full impulse, I commander. Engage. All right, so now we gotta get to the bottom of this. I hope you're satisfied, Picard. Which Essok can't eat to make him a threat. They give us a door we can't open until the four of us cooperate. And each time we succeed, they deal us reverses to set us against each other again. While you observe our reactions. Sir, I've been trying to help. I found it unlikely that a first-year cadet would know of the Enterprise's visit to Mintaka III, so I tested you. Starfleet has classified the core Caroli V plague as secret. No cadet would have knowledge of that incident. Captain. So, you may as well drop this pretense. I'm not playing any further. I'm quitting this game. As far as I am concerned, this experiment is over. Love a good Picard yell. Sure. You are correct, Captain Picard. We reveal some very physically fit aliens. (laughs) Are they? They have very tight bods, you know what I mean, bro? understand what you're saying. Very unjew-like. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) 
Take no action. <laughs> Andy, you're in a. You have to go to your improv show. Do you really want to play that entire song? No. Those are crazy outfits. Oh, they are. T- they do have tight bods. You're right. <laughs> they're super jacked. <laughs> Why I feel like they're twin gymnasts. The Those must have been dubbed voices. Those guys didn't have the this acting chap chops. As we are all identical, that's ADR. Oh, you think that affected voice isn't really coming from the performance? Well, I they did an effect, but I think it's not even the performance of the person. Just as our Picard replica did on the Enterprise. Your responses were most intriguing. You have no right to put us through this just to satisfy your curiosity. This is very similar to the. Because aliens and scientific in method and voyager the of other races must be respected this concept of morality is a very interesting human characteristic we shall have to study it sometime now mr wolf i love how crazy they are why do you hold us because there is something else you can learn with an alert crew even our Primitive vocal communications are unnecessary. With a single look, I was able to inform my crew that I wanted to hold you here. But why? Because I've decided to conduct an experiment of my own. I want to see how you react to being in prison. Captain, our species cannot bear captivity. We were merely curious. We meant no harm. We did not, after all, injure you in any way. Anyway, they leave. Their plan is afoot. Yeah. What? Afoot? No. Anyway. A rendezvous with a hood war bait. Aye, sir. They certainly turn around fast. Oh, Picard's like, I gotta get back to what I was doing. Status number one. Ship and crew functioning normally, Captain. Then my doppelganger caused no serious damage. The replica was convincing. Very convincing, but not perfect. Not perfect in what way? Well, sir. I find it hard to believe that you're that good a singer. Singer? <laughs> you sang. <laughs> forward to oh, reading your report, Commander. At least I think I do. Here's my question about this Beverly moment. Doctor? Captain? course laid in sir so does it seems like she wouldn't have had time to find out that he was like what went down so what does this look what do you mean she knows that it was a fake picard like she was that all went down on the bridge two minutes later is supposed to think that that's what's happening yeah i think there's a time cut we don't see uh huh, and and he does because, as you say, it's a very quick turnaround from blah 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 to yeah, set course for the hood. And he doesn't know what went down. No, he does not. Not yet. He looks forward to reading Commander's report. So, what do you think her look means then? Uh oh, we totally kissed, but it wasn't you. And uh, I know what it's like to kiss you. I think that's sort of the look, right? Do you think she's pleased that it's not really? Yes, I think she's pleased that the awkward moment didn't happen. I see. You I don't want, think that she's pleased? I, I wonder how much detail she's going to report in her uh, report. I, I don't know. 
What because, am I, Beverly Crusher? Because here's the thing. I'm a better doctor than her. She basically has to admit that she was willing to go for it. No, that does not have to be admitted. Well, if she was going to do a full, honest report, it would. Minimally, she would admit that she was down for making out with him or kissing him. What? And that would change the dynamic of their relationship. I don't think that she has to admit that. For the report. No, I don't think she has to make a report. She's the she's a doctor. What do you mean? It's she had a a close one on one interaction with that alien. Don't you have to say everything that went down? I don't know. I feel like uh, Riker is in charge of the whole report. Mm-hmm. He gets to put whatever Riker wants to put in there. I feel like anyway. That's the episode, everyone. Reports. Wait, way to go, everyone. We we got through that together. Allegiance, Andy. It's over. Do you have something to do? I do. That's so weird. I don't understand why you're not playing whatever it is that you're supposed to be playing. This is a tough one because the immediate danger of the Enterprise is uh, thwarted by Riker. However, the return of Captain Picard is handled by Captain Picard. But that doesn't save the Enterprise. He had already saved the Enterprise, so I, I'd say it's Riker. That's clean, concise, and I'm on board. Very good. The Andes. Or some other method of ranking. We're working on it. So. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, look, this is uh, pretty much down the middle of the road sci-fi for me. And this is down the middle of the road Trek for me so far down the middle of the road that I'm going to have to give it a there, yeah five five yeah I mean that was what popped into my head I will I mean you you actually convinced me out of the illogic of the aliens actions but I will but I feel like even independent I accept that it's logical what he's doing but it's not that interesting <laughs> I mean, the Beverly thing's interesting, but I feel like yeah. there should have been more jabbing at them to see what they do, and there should have been more of a logical progression. Yeah. Um, I don't, or like stuff like the crew being like, hey, "I'm into them. I think it's great." More arguing amongst them. There's just been more gristle for dramatic turns. I I don't think you need it as much with real Picard. I like the weirdness of the lab situation and them slowly figuring it out and why are these people together. I mean, that's really... What is the A story here? I think the Picard part is the A story, right? In the lab? In the lab? You don't think it's the stuff on the ship? I think so. I think it's all on Picard. Well, then, I don't know. I mean, they could have gone another way with it. But I guess my point with the Andes, for me, is always like, how likely am I? Yeah, to keep watching it. And it's I, right in the middle for me. I, I give it a four. Okay, that's fair. I just didn't. I didn't dig it that much. I like the beginning. I can dig it. You can dig it. She can dig it. Dig it. Oh, let's dig it. All right, Andy. It's time to watch. I believe Captain's Holiday is next. Oh, I was going to propose to you. Oh yes, yes. I know Dory's here, so it's awkward. <laughs> yes, Andy. Yes. Um, do you want to have me? Somebody was saying, "Hey, we'll watch the trailer and then you see what Andy thinks it is." Do you want to do it based on the title? Or do you want to just forget about that segment because it's already so freaking? What is the next long. episode? Oh, you don't know? No. Oh, well, I mean, I can look right here. 
Not off the top of my head do I remember what the next episode is. It's Captain's Holiday. I was right. <laughs> Apparently, I do remember off the top I of my head. I assume that he goes uh, to a shore leave-like place. Uh-huh. And um, there's uh, shenanigans and people messing with his brain, as always, on a shore leave-type place. Uh-huh. And... Um, he uh, he outwits the aliens, uh-huh. and um, and I also believe that there will, there will be something at the beginning where it's like you have to take a vacation, Captain. If only you took a vacation, like you're under too much stress. And Beverly says, "I'm ordering you to take a vacation." That I know is in there. Okay, um, that's a general thing. All right. Well, let's see the trailer. Let's see if that uh, confirms or... I also predicting that he gets it on in this episode for the first time. I mean, it's the captain's holiday. Yeah. Next time on Star Trek The Next Generation, Captain Picard's holiday becomes a romantic adventure. From the moment I met you, I knew you were going to be trouble. A seductress lures him on a quest to find a weapon from the future. Perhaps I should kill you and then take the disc. Space if it falls into enemy hands, it could spell disaster. You will return what is ours. On Star Trek The Next Generation. It looks like I was right about some of it. That trailer, and you'll see next week, that trailer quite possibly... What are you going to say? Gives away every plot point. <laughs> oh, too much? That's that's an insane trailer. <laughs> and you'll see next week. Uh, all right, guys. Next week, Captain's Holiday. Uh, quick reminder, if you want more of us, you can do so by... Uh, you can get more by... For free, you can go on the face group. Uh, we're over there sometimes. We put up a video here and there. Uh, but if you want even more of us, that's available on the Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash Star Trek TNC. There you go. Uh, in the meantime, I, I guess we've just about done everything we need to do here, Andy. It's true, Matt. Well, so long, all. Disengage.